Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots, Toyota. Let's go places. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Uh, Keyshawn Butte yeah. has been getting a lot of love lately. How many social platforms do you want to be on? I can't even keep yeah. track of one, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't like it. I'm out on threads. This is this is the yeah. better of content. Well, I, I <laughs> they turn preseason games into like variety shows. <laughs> right. You know, like, you know, you know the yeah. June Taylor dancers come out. A lot, a of, lot of streams. A lot of preseason don't stuff. Cross, don't cross the streams. streams. Yeah. How do you feel about Deion Sanders' idea of having like the gentlemen's club upstairs? The gentlemen's club. Yeah, really? you know, well, he, he sort of advocated for a small hall break off. Is this like a strip club? No, no, it's for like There's the no real touching. hall of fame. <laughs> There's no touching in the champagne. Room. As a patriot, you have to be all time great to get into the hall of fame if he was like a stealer then maybe it'd be a little bit easier for him so that that's <laughs> true that's true that's the biggest I'm, I'm with you like, i'm with you second question of three who do you think will be our surprise cut i'd I don't be surprised have. if they cut mac that would be a surprise good cut. friend this is patriots unfiltered presented by toyota's official website for deals by a toyota.com all right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium, and it's Tamara, it's Paul, it's me, it's Matt in the booth. Evan and Deuce are on a plane headed for joint practices at Green Bay, so we'll hear from them tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, but it's the three of us and Matt in the booth holding down the fort here yeah. at Gillette Stadium on a rainy day in Foxborough. Yeah, and as they're getting ready to get started out in Green Bay, we you know, we have a little, got bit, some of, news. little bit of news. We got some things to talk news. about. Zeke. Yeah. Feed him. Feed him. Ezekiel Elliott is now a New England <laughs> Patriot according to reports, but I think it's official. Uh, from what I understand, he's actually on his way to Green Bay with the team. Yeah, I think uh, Ian Rappaport had that today, that the, the plan was to get him here, to have him officially make the signing, and uh, then get him on the buses and, and uh, on the plane headed to Green Bay. Yeah. So what do you think? I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. I think I think it'd be different. So if we didn't have Ramondre and we didn't have Damian and, like, we were getting him to be, like, the the guy, then I'd probably be like, eh. Yeah, yeah. But I think to compliment Ramondre, I think this is a great one-two punch in the sense of Ramondre is not going to have to do all the work. Zeke is a great blocker. And I think that so, he can lift some of the load off so of Ramondre. So the natural question is, is Pierre Strong and David Harris not good Ke- blockers? Kevin, uh, Kevin, Kevin. I, I will always That's call okay. him David I, Harris. Evidently, I just <laughs> called um, – Anthony Ferks or Andrew in okay. my in my notes. So, so what happens? Harrison we, just, we do these. Things. Harrison Strong. I think Harrison Strong. I think can also learn from Zeke as well. And I think like not having the pressure be solely on two guys who didn't get a lot of looks last year will okay. be helpful. Right. I think they'll be in the mix. Okay, but it won't be yeah. all up to them to fill the shoes. Okay, in the void, I'm right. in the middle. I, I like. I think they needed a running back. I yeah. think they needed more depth at that position. Um, I don't love that it's it's Zeke, but I'm 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 not upset about it by any means. I think he's. He's had a terrific career. I think he's sort of, uh, you know, on the back. I well, mean, can well be, on the back now. Can he be as good as Ty Montgomery was going to be? Was going to be? Because I don't think. But I the mean, idea of because like, right. The idea of Ty Montgomery in my head was a lot better than anything we ever mm-hmm. saw. Okay, right. I don't think he can be that good. Okay. 
No, but, now he was. He was a much better player than Ty Montgomery. I mean, yeah, career wise, right? That's not even. But I close. mean, right now, like you know, they signed Robinson. He's mm-hmm. gone. You know, Ty Montgomery coming back from injury. He's injured again. Yeah. So, like, you know, they definitely needed the depth. They but, need. They needed another player. But, this is an excellent but, signing. They needed somebody. Would if you had to choose between Montgomery and Elliott, who would you choose? If healthy. If I could rely on Montgomery, yeah. Montgomery, mm-hmm. okay. but I can't. Yeah. So that's not a fair question. It's yeah. it's 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 Zeke. I okay. feel like Elliot, absolutely. I feel like both times we've seen Ty, like he's lasted like a blink. Like right. he hasn't lasted long enough for us to even like say. I like, know. Like that's why I say the idea yeah. of Ty Montgomery. I I'm more intrigued with that, yeah. but that's not reality. Yeah, they needed somebody. So, so the answer to me is is Elliot. Yeah. It has to be. So they needed Elliot, and to me, I wonder about what it says. What they think of. Harrison Strong. Yeah. Like, because I think if they were really convinced on those guys, then, yeah, because they also signed a, a guy named C.J. Maribel, who was obviously yeah. trying to make his way in the NFL. Yeah. Um, but that kind of guy, J.J. Taylor, you, you know, you could have that guy as extra depth. But clearly they felt like they needed a legitimate number two guy behind Stevenson yeah. because they weren't convinced that Strong or Harris could do that, in and, my opinion. And, we'll see. and word is the Jets. The Jets are going to do the same with Dalvin Cook. And yeah. they also just um, activated, or they plan to activate today, Brees Hall off of Oof. PUP. Oof. So they'll have a one-two punch as well. Um, you know me and running backs. <laughs> Speaking of the a lot Jets, of money for running backs. I saw that first episode of Hard Knocks. The Jets are going to be either real good this year or they're going to just be terrible. So can that, I, that can, team? Can I just ask you like, why? And they just oh that I hate them. <laughs> you know the, the show, like the show does them no favors because oh, it's all like my nose. I, I just made oh. Paul. Uh, you almost snarfed out my yeah. diet Pepsi. I oh hate them. God. No, it's just the 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 show makes them all like oh we're the best oh that's our quarterback oh look at him he's so fast oh the like, defensive coordinator clips that I heard that guy's a, what a tool oh but even Salah on the sideline during the preseason game talking about one of the linebackers like oh, he's so fast oh I love it he's so it's like it's it reminds me of when <laughs> yeah it reminds me of when Rex Ryan was was on hard knocks with the Jets and everybody you know everybody was going to be great this is good you know it's like and you know they were except for the quarterback. But you just you know you're setting yourself up to look bad. Uh, you know the way they're acting on that show and yeah, you know, I just I've heard Aaron a lot of people. And, oh, it's oh. it's unbelievable. Do you, do you think someone told them to do that? Like it, it seemed like they no. Weren't. I think they're they mugging have, for the they, they have Im- nothing. They're immature. Mm. They're yeah. immature as a team, his and right they're cut, mugging for the camera. His right cut ties. Like I don't yeah. care about any of that. Like I, I think they have nothing. No one wanted to do it. Yep. No one wanted to do the show. The Jets kicked and screamed they don't want to do it either and now all they really have is they didn't get a chance to have cameras all off season like they always do so all they have is Aaron Rodgers mm. <laughs> so and I've heard a lot of people say it really is nauseating oh. with how they they deify Aaron oh. Rodgers and look you guys know what I feel about Aaron Rodgers I think he is a remarkably talented quarterback who I think has never gotten what he should have out of his he hasn't won as much yeah. as he should have right right oh and and I told you back in 2010 that I thought he was a douche but uh, well before it was it was popular to do that I I didn't like him but if if Bill Belichick was coaching that team he obviously recognizes the talent of Aaron Rodgers but he wouldn't allow on hard knocks for every one of his players to be filmed going up to Aaron and saying I'm so glad you're on our team I re- I really watched Wait, they you did grow- that 
It's it's unbelievable. But you don't know what they went through, man. You don't know like how bad they they were. Like when they had all oh, of that talent. Oh, with, yeah. And and I know this but, guy just kept costing but, them. But games. I still I I I would I would understand the players feeling that way, but I wouldn't allow it on on camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing. See, I don't care. Like if you have to do it, you have to do it. They have to put something on camera. But to me, I've heard your story from a lot of people. Like. I hear it. I see it on Twitter. I've seen. I've heard it on the radio. I had a conversation this morning before the team left with some with no socks. Same thing that you said. They're either going to be terrible or great. I don't think it's going to have anything to do. If they're terrible, it's going to be because Aaron Rodgers can't play anymore, mm. and he didn't commit himself, and he's not ready to play. If he's committed and ready to play, and he can play the way he did two years ago, there's no way that anything they did on hard knocks is going to cost them wins. No, but hard knocks is telling me what type of team they are. And yeah. what type of person? Yeah. What and, the and maturity level? And I'm level telling you, that doesn't matter if they play well. And, but right, no, you're right. I agree. But if they don't play well, it implodes. That's right. the and, mo- and if they don't, because and if of it implodes, it's going to be because their quarterback is not ready to, well, to carry the team. I, it could be a number of reasons, injuries or whatever. But they, I don't think they can they handle, have enough depth. I don't think they can handle failure on that team, or they they can't handle the downs. They're too they're too much on an emotional roller coaster, you know. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's going to be one of those things. If they have a bad year, you're going to say it's because of hard knocks, and I'll say it's because no, Aaron Rodgers played I, like he did last I'm year. I'm going to say it's because of what I learned about who they are. Yeah, no, I, but and you'll say it's that reason. I'll say it's because Aaron Rodgers continued to play like he did last year. Okay, when he sucked. All right, and if he sucks again this year, the Jets won't well, be any better than they were last you year. You can't blame it on the supporting cast because no, they're loaded. That's what I'm saying. If yeah. he, but if he doesn't play well, they'll go seven and ten again like they yeah. did last year. All right. Anyway, that's that's the Jets. Yeah, you hate the that. Jets. That was the greatest line ever. I hate them. Oh God, such passion. Oh, it's just. I I I mean, I know if we're terrible this year, there's a chance that they might force us to be on that show next year, right? You don't make the playoffs like two years in a row. Yeah, you're eligible. There's a way you could get out of that. Oh, I know, but make a coaching change. That, that's that's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. I have, cannot I have imagine that show being here. I can't either. Yeah. Freddie will be mugging for the cameras. I mean, tomorrow. if it was up to the team, we wouldn't be here. He'll say, Tamara, I know you usually knocks? do the stand-ups, but I'll, I'm going to yeah. handle it this week. <laughs> you know, we wouldn't be here if it was up to football. No. So let alone hard knocks. Anyway, what else? So uh, you got the, the Zeke thing yeah. is obviously the big mm-hmm. news, but um, unfortunately there's, there's negative news too. Mike Kosicki got banged up at practice yesterday. Yeah. Um, Ian Rappaport called it a uh, slightly dislocated shoulder. I like the word slightly. There. Yeah, the way I they were supporting his arm, it was either a broken bone or a separated shoulder. So they say it's a separated shoulder, which well, makes dislocated, sense. which is more yeah. painful, more it's worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. it came out of the socket. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he says there's some optimism that he could could be ready for week one, which is unfortunate because I do think the last couple of practices he looks like he's getting more comfortable in yeah. the offense mm-hmm. and you know that that's that's four big practices with the Packers and the Titans that he misses yeah so that's not not good timing yeah not 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 what we're looking for not what we're looking what else mm. huh some huh? Jack Jones on Friday but Jack yeah. Jones on Friday he has his court date mm-hmm. and we're hoping to find out August 15th is the date that that coach's contributor category is supposed to make their final nomination um, for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Which Patriots have two people, um, Robert Kraft and Bucko Kilroy. 
yep. uh, were among the 12 semifinalists. So, you know, we'll see if we get any news on that. So do we know point. if Jack traveled? I like, not. is he going to travel there? Uh, if we no, do, good, we're not allowed really to. That's a good question. Yeah, it's a good question. And we wouldn't be allowed to we, say we it. We can't, yeah. you know, because that would be, you know. Uh, but that is a really good question. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, is he going to. Will he go? Right. Or is it something he can do? Does he have to appear in court on Friday? I don't know. Something he can do via Zoom? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Because Friday will be an off day for the team. His lawyer. Oh, well, right? better. Well, right. not net. Not an off day. Yeah. I, I misspoke there. They'll a have a walkthrough. A walkthrough walk before do, the game. Right. They won't actually have a, a practice with Green Bay right. necessarily. Yeah. Also, can we, speaking of game, can we petition 8 p.m. Saturday preseason games? Uh, can we petition to, to eliminate No, night. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. yeah. Make all the games in the afternoon on Wednesday. You know? <laughs> well, I don't really understand why. <laughs> te- like, I, I think Thursday night funny. in the summer is a perfect night for a preseason game. Oh, yeah. Like. People yeah, take Fridays off of work that's all the fine. time. Get you the week, you know, in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't understand. I think all games should be on Thursday. But nights, on a Saturday, yeah, that's eight? typical Green Bay thing. If you're playing at Saturday, the least you can do is play at like one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight though. I'm like, yeah, that stinks. Like I thought the Bills had a. I guess they had some like kids. It was a kids' day for their first game in Buffalo. It was like at one o'clock or twelve o'clock on a Saturday. And there was like a million kids in the stands, and they were signing autographs and stuff. Yeah, kind of like our in-stadium practice. Yeah. it looked like almost. Yeah. Only it was their preseason game. Like, if you're gonna do it on Saturday, that's what you do. Eight right. o'clock. I totally agree with Tamara. Like, like that. That's so ridiculous. On a Saturday, yeah. like. So we'll go. What will we do, Matt? Five thirty to seven thirty pregame social. Yeah. Yeah. Five thirty to seven thirty Saturday. Uh, yeah. Catch us live. Yeah. So. That's a big one. We got the broadcast with the the main crew, uh, Sosi, Zoe, and Paul, and then we've got the twin cast again. Which I want to let people in New England know that aside from Patriots dot com and WBZ dot com, this one will also be on WSPK thirty eight. Correct mm. in the Boston area. So a nice commercial for that uh, promoting it yesterday while I was getting ready to watch my programs. Nice. <laughs> I watched Jeopardy. So that that's on thirty eight, <coughs> and then if you're in Germany. You got Sebastian Vollmer and Marcus Kuhn doing this. A lot of streams. A lot of streams going out. The Twin Cast was great. Great. Yeah. I think, I don't know. Uh, first of all, the outfit changes, the guests, like, it was definitely very entertaining. Yeah, very entertaining. I wonder who their guests will be this week. I know they're going to have different guests, but it'll be interesting to see who mm-hmm. shows up on the Twin Cast. Yeah. Maybe Paul will. <laughs> That'd be kind of <laughs> difficult. Yeah. Why? Why? Because I'm already on a different. Ah, they just. Just talk to them instead of the other guys. Uh, you know, Bob will throw it to me. I'll say, hold on, I'm talking to Devin. Right. <laughs> I, I, I had fun. I had a lot of fun with that last week. Yeah. It was good. And then the, the McAfee thing obviously was. Pat McAfee that watching was, That Paul. was bizarre. Yeah. And again, I'm going <laughs> to state it. So we have someone from out, out, out of market. How bad do you think my Boston accent is? I don't think it's bad. It's not that bad. Mm-mm. Yeah, but you, you you don't count. You're here. You're no, from, but I, I, I'm, from, you know I'm how from, good I am guy, with accents. Guy, you're from here. Who won the accent off? You did. Frank. Right. You did. Yep. I, I think Scrap has the most Boston Oh, accent. yeah. I heard Scrap, this is a guy that works in our studio. He, I heard he, he actually calls really. radio shows, sports radio. Wait, what? Yeah. Does he really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I have to check on that. Yeah. I heard hmm. he's, he's sometimes a caller. Yeah, well, I, I um, koala. I, we talked about it a lot in the post game show that that McAfee thing, and I I had no idea about it, and Hardy told me when we got here. Um, but my God, did that blow up? 
Yeah. Like, I never imagined anything like that. Oh, he's huge now. No, you know, oh, he's got like By the way, if, the, if anyone from the NFL is listening, this is, this is a request. I'm not yelling at anyone, but kind of please like, yeah. change the preseason rules so that if anyone wants to watch our preseason games on Patriots.com, anywhere they can do it. I mean, why are we adhering to the, you know, mo- the home market rules during the preseason? I mean, my God, if a, if a Patriots fan in Wyoming wants to see the, a Patriots preseason game, please let them. I mean, if they're that much of a fan. Yeah, that's, it, that's know, short-sighted on the league's part. Right. Um, I agree with you, which is unfortunate because that means we won't argue about it. But um, <laughs> you would think that getting the, mo- the most eyeballs that you can on various games in the preseason, in the only, pre-season. Helps, only helps your product. I completely exactly. understand the regular season with the networks and all that stuff. Well, you can't but stream at all in the regular season. I right? know. Like, you know. I get it. I get it. But preseason, we're doing our own broadcast. If a Patriots fan is that much of a fan that they want to watch these lousy games, and that you can get mad at me for saying that, league, if they want to watch these practice games, of which there are only three now, please let them, wherever they are, wherever they are, just let them do it for crying out loud. Especially if, like, you're going to have NFL Plus and things like that, just put it on there. Like, then people can show it. Well, I think it. they do. I yeah. think, and you have to pay, right? You have to plus it up? Yeah, something like that. But I don't know. I, it's preseason. I, no, I think you're let, right. Let the fans have preseason if they the, want it. And not all the fans live here. Like, so uh, many Patriots fans that's don't That's what I'm saying. Here, so. Yeah. If, like, if you're, you know. Now, that first game, they got lucky because it was on NFL Network. Right. That, like, I mean, they're all, they all eventually go on NFL Network, but I think ours was live on NFL Network. Yeah. It just, just let the fans. And, you know, that goes for the McCourty Twin cast, too. You know, if we're going to stream it out, let anyone watch it. Mm-hmm. You know? If you have internet, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, and I think that's only good for the for your product. You're trying to expose your teams to the most people you can, right? And I would think that that would be a and I guarantee, I guarantee, if teams know, wow, we can get this to anyone in the country, they'll start plussing up their broadcasts. They'll start doing what we're doing with McCordycast, or or just beefing up the 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 main broadcast by doing fun things. I guarantee if they think the audience can be bigger, they'll do more. You know? Well, I just think that a lot, I mean, some teams, I, I, I do this every year since we started doing this. Since we sort of changed, quote unquote, the way you know, it's it's less of an emphasis on the actual game itself. Like right. first and ten from the 20. Like it's, right. it's more we try, a, not, we try yeah. to have more of a conversation about the team. Right. As opposed about, to about the game. Yep. And I think since we started doing that, I've gone out of my way to try to watch a, a you know a series of as many different games from out of town markets as I can and there are still very few teams doing things the way we do. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we're right. I think we are, but I'm not saying that our way is the only way. Um I'm still surprised to see as many sort of uh, national announcers that do and they clearly don't know the team all right. that well. I mean, we used to have, you know, yeah, Don Cricky. Yeah, we did the same and thing. Don, Randy, Randy Cross and yeah, Don Cricky. Don would come in, you know, if it was a Thursday game, he'd come in on Wednesday. And, you know, I'm sure he did his research. But he doesn't know the team like you know the team. Or, no, and or Bob Zoe and, Bob and, Bob and Zoe, they're here I mean, all the time in market. Bob, Bob's at the joint practices for crying Bob out loud. Bob goes to he every comes practice. To every practice. He, he's, he's not a, f- a fly-in uh you know, play-by-play guy, he really puts in the time. Right. So, 
in preseason, more so than ever, you need people who understand the team because it's a bunch of guys who probably aren't going to make the team. Mm-hmm. You know, and the only way you know them is if you've been to the practices. So I don't know. That's just my preseason thing. I think that exposure to your product, I think, is what you're looking for. I mean, why would you go out of your way? And there's nothing that you're protecting. It's not like you're protecting the local market. It's only on TV in the market. So it's not like there are other games that would be getting watched. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when, the, when, the, no. when, the, when the Patriots and the Texans played the other night, I'm pretty sure that was the only game going on at that time. Mm-hmm. There was a game after us. Yep. Right. That night there were two games. There were two games that night. Right. So it's not like you're protecting the other games. Right. There was nothing else. No, like, but Tamara's probably right. To watch. They're probably trying to protect the money that they might get from NFL Plus. Plusing it up. Yeah. Uh, the most interesting Patriots fan in the world, James Pettigrew, says, Fred, you need to say we're talking about preseason <laughs> in the style of I- 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 Allen Iverson. And uh, let's see. Johnny in Madtown, Wisconsin says, thank you. Johnny. I've been out here in Dairyland since 05, and it's become easier to watch my Boston teams, but still not as easy as it should be. If I have to pay for a plan to even see the preseason game, short-sightedness is surely the issue. Um, and then he goes on about MLB.com uh, TV, which is people can watch anything. Hmm. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just think it would make it a lot easier, and I and I do think if you know to Tamara's point, if if it's worried about you trying to get some something of value on plus yeah. that people pay for, I just think it's short sighted. I don't mm-hmm. think I, I don't necessarily think it's something people, a lot of people anyway, want to pay for. Exactly. You know, and but they do want to watch the games, but I don't want to pay to watch a preseason game. You know. Yeah. I mean, I they have like a hard enough time selling tickets to those games. I- exactly. I feel like there's just so many subscriptions now. Like, we went from having just, you know, Netflix and maybe Hulu to, like, now we need, like, so many subscriptions. ESPN Plus, NFL Plus. It's like everything has a plus. Right. Oh, yeah. Everybody's getting that extra money now. You know? And your TV package is not the, enough. Cutting the cord. You are now entering not a exactly third-party app. Huh? You're now entering yep. a third-party app. Yeah, I have a ho- I have a really hard time. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you can't switch back and forth. It's no, hard. I know, I know. It takes time. I've been watching a lot of stuff lately on uh, Apple TV too, and it's because at BU didn't you get a master's in remote control? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what's coming, right? <laughs> <laughs> like even Tamara started laughing before that one came out. That's how predictable you are. Yeah. You really got to. You got to freshen it up. But you're good at it. You got to freshen it up. I went pro. You're right. You've never seen a commercial. No. no. Never. Very rarely. Yeah. Now, do you do the same in your car with the radio stations? Of course. Wow. Wow. Commercials are not as good as they used to be, like, at all. Oh, no. Plus, when you watch a show, you see the same ones over and over Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. That is true. You know? And, And now they're starting to be, like, targeted. Like, Depending on what you're Googling and stuff, well, I'm, I'm definitely noticing that. that I, as well. I don't mind that, actually. Huh. I ra- huh. if, they, if they can feed me ads that I'm interested in, I, I'd rather see those ads than, you know, I won't say what the other subject matter is. No, might I, be. I, I get Nick's. what you're saying. When, when, uh, you know what Nix is? <laughs> no. Oh, you see, it's K N I X. It's like this undergarments for women. Oh, what? No. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now, yeah. but no, have you seen you, the commercial? Shows you that I don't watch the commercials. That's the other <laughs> thing about no. That's the other thing about these commercials now is we're getting a little too familiar. Yeah, huh. well, the ED stuff, the ED, 
the women's problem, the men's problems, <laughs> yeah, you know, Umi well. with the cracks and all this stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's it's too much. Have you seen this? We all it's, got problems. It's a, it's a it's a mother and a daughter in a bathroom, and she's got the the thing, and she's gonna about to show her how to insert it. You know, oh my and the the sister runs in and goes, "Mom, I got this," and she shows her these new. <laughs> undergarments that you don't have to do that so anymore. I, I think but it's like, need, what need, are we doing? You need to take a tutorial in my class. I'll show you how to use the remote so you don't have to watch any <laughs> okay. of this stuff anymore. Yeah, but but like cuz there's no reason for you to be watching that yeah, <laughs> which I have no I, idea I don't what you're know talking what it, about. <laughs> I don't want I don't know when it was but it, all of a sudden it became okay to talk about every malady that the human body has in detail. It is true. Uh, during commercials. Body body is not a joke and yes, it will give you the best poop of your life. I, I, exactly. This what we, I mean I am not Have we no decency? These, I'm not seeing these commercials either. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, wait a minute. If you're watching Law and Order on the stations oh, yeah. that my you, wife you, watches, do you watch it on USA? You are, you are seeing these ads. But I'm also fast forwarding through them. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, but, so you missed the. the you're oh, just, you're watching it on demand. Yeah, you just watch, missed okay. the whole thing. I'm yeah. fast forwarding through them. I'm not even like you could literally watch an episode of Law and Order at any time of any day. Oh, I know. And she has them either DVR right. or on demand. Oh, okay. So that's like that's that that's the part of that. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a whole nother level. You know what I was I was thinking about this because we were watching. Watching um, some Law and Orders the other day, and I like when they have the commercials in between. Like starting Monday, mm-hmm. it's um, season premiere week. Like there's so many seasons and so many different variations of Law and Order that they have themes. They oh yeah, do. They when do. they show the reruns that mm-hmm. are like 20 years old, like we're going to show you the season premiere 10 years in a row. Right. Like it's amazing to me how many. Oh, they have themes that now where is, is pumped it's out. all like actors who before they yes. made it. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. those are pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of themes. Yeah, and I will sit there and watch them like I haven't seen it a hundred times. Yeah. So the one that was on the other day when um, Stabler put in his notice and left, and mm-hmm. your girl Liv got all upset. She's a big Liv fan. Mm-hmm. I oh, love yeah. Liv. Yeah, she's amazing. If she she's, ever retired, if they ever stopped this show. I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> don't, something else will come along. It won't be the same, though. No. No. Are you a Golden Girls fan, too? No, my mom is, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Golden Girls is a good show. Yeah. Golden Girls, Murder, She Wrote. Show. A lot of guys like Golden Girls. I don't really like it. I never really wrote. got into Murder, She Wrote. Oh. Do you remember when uh, Pat Summerall used to do that, when he would promo, like, the end of the Giants game on Sundays? Yeah. Murder. And he would pause for, like, 20 minutes. She wrote. She wrote. <laughs> um, yeah, that... You, there's a station that that's all they do is show murder she wrote. Yeah. Wow, Columbo. She definitely is a Columbo. I, I still watch Columbo, but if I, I, never, if, I if it's really one that, that I'm really really know well, I'll I'll say I, I know this one. Hmm. Do you do that with like Seinfeld? Uh, no, Seinfeld. You just it, watch it. You find something funny that you didn't find before. You can watch Seinfelds over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> so stupid. Like the one when they when the, they're trying to get the pilot done and they go in and they're pitching the ideas and then George comes in late because he was trying to talk to David Letterman right and he comes in and he kisses Susan like just right moron <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like I'm out <laughs> uh, all right um, anyway. why don't you talk about anyway why football? don't you talk about the Patriots mm-hmm. all right so we're gonna talk about the Patriots for the next until two uh, Tamara Paul myself Matt in the booth. 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the 
email address. Um, Austin says, Paul, I work closely with a lady from Boston. She has a thick accent after living down here for decades. Your accent is nowhere near as heavy as hers. I do appreciate the Boston accent and find it entertaining. Uh, and I've been told on multiple occasions I sound like I'm from Texas, so at least you sound like where you're from. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. I think you can tell that I'm from Boston. Do I have an accent? No, not really. No. Mm-hmm. I, I think I can I, think I grew tell. up in New Jersey. And you went around. Yeah, you, yeah. you moved around a little bit. Yeah. And you can definitely tell. And it's more like I don't think I drop the R's that pronounced. I mean, obviously I do, but not like ka. I don't right. ever say ka. But it's more like the O's. Like if you say like Rob instead of Rob. Yeah, you know, and that's, that, that's like a Boston thing. And then you put the R at the end of an A, which we do all the time, like tamper. Uh, James says, we I think it's great. We're talking about how Paul doesn't have an accent. I didn't say I didn't and have then, one. And then he has law and order. But Paul says Laura in order. <laughs> <laughs> Laura? Do you say Laura? I, I don't think I say lore. I say law. Law and order. Yeah. It's law. 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 Yeah. Is that not what I'm saying? I don't know. Sounds He's, like I'm saying law. He had it L A W E R. Lawyer. That's lawyer. That would be like almost like lawyer. No, it's La- law. Lawyer. Lawyer. I don't know. That anyway. just reminded me to go watch Lincoln I mean, Lawyer when I get home. Oh, very good. Saw the, I, I saw the I, end of it. Did I'm you see both seasons? Because they split it up I'm into on two different parts. One. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, don't I'll tell leave, me. Don't I'll tell leave me. you alone. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, Alex and Raleigh. Uh, it's crazy I can't watch a preseason game for the team. Is the McCourty cast able to be watched outside of Boston? The answer is no. Question about the team. I've seen a lot of Malik hype. Mm. Oh, yeah, I, w- I was going to yeah. leave that to the second segment. but I'm all for getting an athletic quarterback and catching up to the game today, but are you all on board with having Malik be the backup or in extreme cases the starter? I saw plenty of folks on X. Oh, that's Twitter. Twitter. I <laughs> trying to be clever. Saying Malik took significant reps. He has that in all caps. And just feel like it's all being blown up a bit. I'm not the biggest Mac fan. Never wanted him in the draft. But I still want to see if he can rebound from last year. You are correct. There have been people that are terming the four or five reps that he took as being significant. I do not think that they've been significant. I listened to an interesting argument, and I had to say, you know, that kind of makes a little sense. Okay. And they're saying Do this. tell. If, in fact, the quarterback competition between Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones is not a competition, it's Mac, there's no question, Bailey can't touch him, it's over, then why not have Malik be the backup? If you know Zappi can't do it, he'll never be your starter, then why not have Malik... Do you think he's better than Zappi? Uh, no, I then don't. That, that's the answer then. Yeah, but why would you want him as the backup? But if, 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 you, if Mac if Mac gets hurt, right? Then you want Zappi to play? No, because he's no good. They say this is whoa, the whoa, argument. Whoa, whoa. Who's saying he's no good? This is the argument. Like he he can't compete. He's not. He's not going to be. He's oh, not then that cut good. him. Well, that's if you th- think the guy can't play at all, cut him. That's what I'm saying. And so then make Malik. Yeah. But then I asked you if you thought Cunningham was better than Zappi. You said no. No, but. So then you should cut him both. But, but they're saying that if he can be number two, he'll get more reps. He'll develop him. Like they're saying maybe he could be someday. But you know you know what Zappi is. With all you due don't respect know what to whoever you had that argument with, I don't think it makes any sense. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I was listening to the argument. Oh, okay. I didn't have it. Okay. I was listening to it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that line of thought. I think. Um, 
I think there's an intriguing skill set from Malik Cunningham that we saw, uh, you know, a little bit uh, in practice. I still think that his role with the 2023 Patriots will be as a scout team quarterback, and I think there's value to that. I think to ask a wide receiver to operate as as a quarterback like they've had in the past with like uh, Malcolm Perry, uh, uh, Lynn Lynn Bowden. They've had a couple of guys on the practice squad in recent years that played some quarterback in college, and they've asked them to be like scout team guys when they play. Well, I think it's much better, much more effective to have a guy who actually is a quarterback operating as Jalen Hurts, as an example, for the opener, right? And I think that's what they're doing in practice. Yeah. I think they're, and I think there's a reason that they're doing it when they're doing it because I think they want us to do this. And maybe it's putting something in Philadelphia's mind. We've got to be prepared. They're going to have a package. But let's just say that they're doing it for exactly the reason you're talking about. But as they're doing it, they're like, yeah, this guy's pretty good. Hmm. Like, you, What have you seen that indicates that? I said if. No, but, I, I'm, a, but I'm asking you. Like, I, well, Obviously, we don't have enough uh, you know, footage yet on him. But let's just say they use him again in this game. And this time, it's against some better players from yeah. Green Bay and I'm talking he, about he's practice. He's good again. No, like, I'm why t- wouldn't you if, you? if you were intrigued by him at practice, wouldn't you give him more than three snaps? Well, maybe they, maybe they will once we're not there. Yeah, well, that's, and, a, long, and by the that's w- a long time. No, like, we have two more weeks where we're there. Really? Yeah, this week in Green Bay and next week in Tennessee. Oh, that's yeah. true. Uh, with their joint. But let's just say that he does some things in those joints, and it's like he's doing it against their, their better players. If they allow him to have the same amount of snaps that Trace McSorley was getting, then I'll say there might be something there. Yeah. I think, one, if I, if I ever saw him switch to a red non-contact jersey uh, – also, another sign. That's when I would be like, okay, they're taking That's him seriously. That's a good one. That's another sign That's a good one. that they're taking it seriously, yeah. and they may be intrigued. Yeah. I think right now they think he uh, can give, give them value. The question to me was, do you need to have three quarterbacks on the roster? And if you feel like that, the answer is yes, then you have a decision to make as to how you set up game Is Malik day. Cunningham better than Tim Tebow? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. What happened to Tim Tebow? He won some games in the NFL. As a Patriot. He was terrible. What, what happened to him? He washed out. They cut him. Right. He was never on the team. Right. Right. So we, you're comparing to a guy who never made the team. No, I know. So, yes, I would say he throws better than Tim Tebow. He doesn't run any any better. He's more electric. Oh, God, he runs better than Tim Tebow. No, he doesn't. Just Tim different. Tebow can run into you, but he can't run around people like Malik can. Come on. Yeah, different. So that's a different, different style, style, which is exactly what I just said. Yeah, but you're going to catch Tim Tebow. This guy, uh, they they caught Malik Cunningham the other night. No, he he's better runner than Tim Tebow. Please, I, I think time. Please, will, I, think I think time will tell if he gets some snaps against Green Bay. But if they don't and they choose him as wide receiver the whole time, then you're like, oh, okay. Oh. All right. I don't know. People are intrigued by it's, this guy. It's a talker. Yeah, it's I, a talker right now. I'll tell but, you, that's but all I, anybody but is, I, is really discussing. But I discussing. also, I hate to say this, Patriots fans are going to get mad at me. It also shows how star-starved we are. Mm-hmm. We're just looking for something. We're looking for somebody to stand out. You I know? think it was tough because that, that entire preseason game was hard, really hard to watch. Um, from an offensive standpoint, until he got until he got in, and it was yeah. like, yeah. But we've I seen thought, that like tough to watch. Paul and I have in. seen yeah. that before in our many years. You know, these preseason superstars that come in, and mm-hmm. you know, Sean Morey and Michael Bishop and 
all these guys and they light it up in preseason. You never hear from him again. Yeah. You know, it's almost like Trey Nixon in a sense. Like yeah. He has a great off season and then. Yeah. Hmm. Then nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. Eight five five past five hundred is the ace ticket hotline. Sean's in Vancouver. What's up, Sean? Hi. Uh, uh, I have a couple of things, Brett. So, um, you know, my well, I just want to say this: watching that that preseason game as, with the backup offensive lines, it doesn't seem like a pocket passer has any chance of of giving the team proper evaluation of an offense because they're just, they're just not able to to do the job. And um, you know, when when Malik was signed by the Patriots, my hopes were that. They can get him on the practice squad so he can help uh, develop the team to prepare for mobile quarterbacks. That was that was my hope. But seeing him on that last drive play with 21 other players who didn't really have much of a shot to make it to the NFL, uh, it, it looked like, okay, well, now this guy needs to have an opportunity. And even the limited practices this week with, with probably uh, better players, Leads me to think that okay, we're we're going to see Malik Cunningham uh, this week because unless they can prove that offensive line, you're going to have to have him in there just to give wide receivers and tight ends a chance to catch the ball uh, while he's scrambling around and throwing the ball. And if he can prove himself in that sense, then the Patriots won't be able to cut him. Uh, you know, they'll have to keep him on the on the. I know, but how how is that? I hear what you're saying makes sense, but how is that helping our offense? If, like, well, uh, we're putting in a guy to basically run around and play schoolyard football. I mean, how are you advancing the experience of our offense if you're going to— I would just tell people, go back and watch the drive. Go back and watch the drive and tell me what you thought was, like, so great, uh, other than the 15-yard face mask penalty. Which completely spearheaded well, the, the drive. I thought the touchdown run was good. It was fine. Everything was that the throw that he made to Nixon was an outstanding throw. Yes. Yeah. That's one play. Uh, yeah, and and well, the thing is, I'm not saying that he, he moved the ball. No, definitely not. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is, because the guy ripped his helmet off, they ended up moving the ball. Otherwise, they were going to punt, uh, and then no one would be talking about this. Uh, well, maybe if he doesn't rip his head off, maybe he gets the first down. I don't know. No, but he was getting tackled at the time. It was going to be third and seven. By his helmet. <laughs> he could He had him by the shoulder and then let go of the shoulder and grabbed him on the helmet. He might have converted. Listen, everything everything was a blink, like a blink away from like getting stopped. And then the guy, guy ripped his helmet off. And that completely gives him 15 free yards. Now, that's how that, that's how it works. What about we run the triple option? Without that, with, with Ramondre, Zeke. And Malik. and Malik Cunningham, Zeke and Malik, Dre, Zeke and Malik. <laughs> oh Fred, and I, Fred and I workshop this one. Yeah, it's the triple I like option. And I, want, I want to talk. I also want to talk about the preseason games. I mean, to me, it's like as a fan, I'm not going to pay for that. Why don't I just go to practice? Because you're putting players on the field that aren't even as good as the one you're practicing during the week. It, it doesn't make sense for a fan to pay money to see um, the guys who are never going to make it to the NFL. Right. I I think. I, you know, like you That's said, it, it becomes more valuable. Thanks, John. It becomes more valuable to actually go to practice. So at least you see, you know, the, the top shelf guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that there's – I think it's weird the way the preseason is evolving. Like, the Patriots didn't really play anybody. You know, like Christian Gonzalez, 
um, was one of the very few. You know, Keon White, I think, will be a part of the defense. Yeah, I mean, Mills was, um, you know, Jalen Mills. I, I think there were a handful of guys on defense that played. Um, really no one on offense. Um, you know, maybe Demario Douglas, but he only played two plays. Right. You know, um, but you look around the league and, and other teams at least played a series. Like, yeah. You know, some of the starters right. played a series. And the Patriots didn't. I, I, like, I don't know if that was just because of the offensive line and that changed it offensively because it did seem yeah. def- defensively. If you want to say they have 16, 18 guys that will contribute defensively, at least half of those guys yeah. played the other night. I'll be interested how they treat the third one because even though they had, they'll have the joint practices with the Titans, after that last preseason game, you had that big gap before. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that that factors in as much. No? I think last year they played because they've been they were playing so poorly and they yeah. needed it. Yeah, and uh, I think they played a lot. Now I think Mac and the starters will play in the third preseason game, but I I, I wonder if they'll play more Saturday night than they will in that third. I don't know. I don't yeah. have the answer. I don't either. It could go any well, way. It just I think Bill is changing. I mean, it used as to, it goes. It used to be a formula for the preseason yeah. when there were four and. Every team now seems to be treating it a little differently, and I think they're all trying to figure it out. What's best? And I think that you know, it also, I think it, it gets impacted how the week goes in the practices. Yeah. And I think, you know, Bill talks a lot about how those joint practices are valuable because you can sort of manufacture it. You can yeah. create all the situations that you want under semi-live conditions where, like the other night, the Patriots didn't get a two-minute drive. You know, you, you you probably want to get a two-minute drive, right? Like, a, just hear me out. Like, plus 50 punting, two-minute drive, maybe going for it on a fourth down and three. Yeah. You know, like, you can't orchestrate those situations in the preseason game, but you can against Green Bay on Wednesday and Thursday. Right. And I think Bill looks at that as more valuable. Yeah. And it's not even just two-minute drive. You can get granular and say it's a two-minute drive. We don't have any more t- timeouts. Oh, yeah. You know, you can yeah. do all those things. You know, like I thought Houston, it was funny because Houston, I thought, was excellent at the end of the first half. And as we were talking, Bob Zoe and and you know, I wasn't I don't think I was on at the time, but we were kind of like talking. Oh, geez, why is Houston not using any timeouts? And I was like, no, nope, they're like really kind of experimenting with the clock right here and handling it perfectly. Yeah, they're going to make sure that they're either going to score or kick a field goal and there'll be no time left. They're not going to run out of time. And right. that's the way that, it, that that they ended up scoring yeah. late in the half. Yeah, and they had two seconds left on the yeah. clock. Right? Yeah, it was really interesting, I think, the way that unfolded. Uh, let's go to Todd, North Carolina. Hey, oh, Todd couldn't hang on. Sorry about down. that. Uh, one more, and then we'll take a break. Eddie's in L.A. What's Fred's up, Eddie? <laughs> Eddie? Eddie? Eddie in L.A.? Oh, oh there you sorry, are. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was muted. I had no idea. My bad. Um I uh, hope you guys are having a good day. Uh, I just want to touch on, I like the idea that you guys mentioned about the triple option with Zeke and Ramondre, and it kind of led me to think about last week you guys were talking about the fullback position, specifically Kyle Juszczyk. What are the chances we could see Zeke play that role a little bit? Okay. Put him on some routes, put him I mean, on some blocks. He, he's a good blocker. Ramondre but and all that. Yeah. How big is he? What is he, like 220 maybe? I I, yeah. I mean, he. I don't know how long that would last because – I mean, he's he's getting worn. He got worn down you just being a running back. To, you think he wants to play fullback? Yeah, he probably okay. yeah. But I mean, listen, I can see them using him in a variety of ways. He's a good veteran. He has a lot of skills, uh, a lot of experience. Smart player. Doesn't fumble. Um, you know, so like 
he does the intangibles well. So I could see them kind of using him as a utility back. Thanks, Eddie. All right. Um, before we take a break, I just want to remind people that Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots and a proud partner with Sullivan Tire, New England's headquarters for quality Bridgestone tires. Visit SullivanTire.com to find a location near you. We'll be right back. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon. With a head coach coming over from San Francisco and a first-time offensive coordinator from the Niners down. With a fresh out of down, Stroud looks to throw. Under pressure and drops down. Staying with it, Daniel Aquale with a sack for New England. Okay, we're going we're to take a look at Aquale right here. So you look at the pressure right here. It's going to be internal pressure. That's the worst thing for a quarterback. You can handle pressure off the edge. But when you have a guard that gets beat like that, you can't set your feet. And you stay with the quarterback right there, and that's a great sack. The 15-yard loss for the Houston Texans on the sack by Aquale. So now third down and 21 for the Texans. It's Patriots defense looking for the get off. Jalen Mills, Miles Bryant, two veterans back there at safety. We've seen a lot of Mills, of course, on the outside as a cornerback early Besides in his Patriots it. tenure. Now Stroud hanging in, throws it to the near side, picked up. And on the return for the Pats, sidestepping ahead is Mills, takes it back across the middle, try to turn the corner on the far side. It's still on his feet take, until he takes the spill at the 24. And that's the big question. Who is going to replace Devin McCourty patrolling that back end of the defense, not giving up the big play? Stroud really forces this ball over the middle. To me, this looks like zone to me. So this is just a bad throw by Stroud right here in the middle of the field. And eventually you're going to see Mills break on this. Nick Folk is out there, the veteran. He's been the Patriots' reliable place kicker the last few years for a 44-yard try. With a snap in place, drives this kick down the middle. Patriots take the early lead. The pick by Mills leads to the points off the foot of Folk. Now he stands into fire down the near side for Thornton, and leaps and pulls it down. Beautiful throw by Zappi. And a terrific catch by Thornton for 27. Oh, this is a pretty throw by Zappi off the back foot. He spins this one. It's 101 on the outside. It's a little shake route. You're going to see Bailey. He feels the pressure coming up the middle. He knows he's got to get rid of this. You see the safety come off the edge. This is what Thornton has to do. He has to go up and elevate like this. He did it a couple times last year. Gerard Mayo, of course, the former linebacker for the Patriots. Zone came with an effort to keep him around this offseason. And oh. the drop by Gumbawale oh. is White comes in to give the Patriots the chance for recovery. Although it looks like 
the linebacker Munson comes away with a loose football, and indeed the Patriots have the turnover, but it was Keon White with a big hit. You remember after Ogunbowale mishandled the pitch. You remember Jamie, Jamie Collins, former second-round pick, impact player right away, and you may have hit it here. Ball's on the ground, but watch Keon White come in right there with the big left shoulder. There's your hit. Ball's out. Patriots take over. Now Zappi on the third and five. Again, pressure. Yeah. Try to escape up the middle, but unable to do so. No chance there. That might be the last we see of Bailey uh, this this game. You know, you thought maybe, okay, with under five minutes left, you get a good, good chance to move the team here, trying to get some points, but... Yeah, we'll do a couple issues up in the front there with the protection. Mills, quick throw across the middle. Dell with a sprint into the open field. And Carell, good play on the tackle by Way, but a big gain for Houston as a drive starter. Right now looking for that defense for the Patriots, which has gotten a lot of red zone work in training camp. Come up with a stop here on our first and goal to go. Mills looking end zone, back shoulder oh, for Dell. He got it. Bobbling. He got it. And maintaining. Oh. Touchdown, Houston. Patriots going for it here on a fourth down. And one, toss one. Opening possession of the third quarter. Harris, the big back behind Zappi in a tight set. Takes the handoff, runs up the middle, contact behind the line, looking ah, for the second stopped. effort to get it. And he did not. It's tough cooking inside, I mean, You had the one run there on the second down, but it was second and one. I think that's one of the reasons they gashed it. But you got you got no surge from your middle. You want your surge to come from the middle of your offensive line just to get a push. They get stood right up, but it's really the edge defender that comes in and makes the play. And now the Pats looking for the stop midway through the third, trailing 7-3. Texans work out of the eye. And the give to the fullback. The plunge straight ahead. That guy on the rush is in. Despite the hit by Demarcus Mitchell, Houston adding to its lead. Yeah, we used to call this P12. It's a give to the fullback, two hole. Just lowers the shoulder seat. That's the push. They, Texans get the push on the short yardage. You did. Flips the field, becomes critical for you. Kaimi Fairbairn, the incumbent place kicker for the Texans, given the night off for the most part. Jake Bates is back out there for his second point after try. He was a kickoff specialist while at Arkansas. Now getting the chance with another placement. And this kick is slicing to the right. They get one for two. Keenum, design rollout. Nice to the ball. end zone for Bachman. Nice Good ball. throw. He leads him to the pylon for another Houston touchdown. All right. They, credit to the Texans. The, the, the route was there to the right side. What did they do? Come right back to it on the left side. Clear out with the boundary guy. There's the quick move right there. We saw Julian Edelman, Wes yeah. Walker, Danny Amendola, Troy Brown, my guy, make a career out of those type of routes right there on that goal line. And Gerard Mayo knows it. Now third and two for Cunningham here. Under center. Looking to throw. Flushed out. Ball on the go! Incomplete off the fingertips of Nixon. That's a heck of a throw. Oh, I didn't think he was going to be able to get it there because I thought he's covered. He's double covered. 
You know, he's kind of working through the end zone to that back right corner. Cunningham gets outside the pocket on containment. And he puts enough arc on the ball. It's a heck of a throw, Bob. It's a great it's a, throw. It's a drop by Nixon. Phenomenal throw by Malik Cunningham. Oh, he's fun to watch. Out of the two-minute warning. Dropping back. Oh and my. running, and what a move to break some ankles into the end zone as he breaks the goal line for a touchdown, New England. I don't know how you don't watch this. Or I don't know how you watch this and just don't go, hmm. It's, this guy can shake and bake, man. The ability to make people miss. We're going to take a look at it from the end zone. Okay, so what do you have? Everybody here in the middle, he knows it. He still has to make two guys miss. He does it, and then you got to lower the shoulder because you got another safety coming in from the other side. Cunningham does it. It's a nice drive he put together. I'm sorry. And now Cunningham on the give. And J.J. Taylor is stopped short. Yeah, we didn't get enough on the backside block there. Nice drive, though, kid. Nice drive. All right, back here on Patriots Unfiltered. That's the preseason game one highlights. I'm surprised we didn't hear Paul. Why didn't we get Paul on the highlight reel? No answer from Matt Morrell. Nothing. 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 No Nothing. love. It's okay. 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web I will radio. effort to do better next time. <laughs> Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Derek writes in, can you please shed some light on why the Patriots continue to extend McMillan when he hasn't played for two, in two years? I stand corrected. He played last year. But I just feel like there are other guys they should be extending than a guy that just had Achilles surgery. Yeah, that one is very strange to me. No disrespect to Raekwon McMillan, but what did he do last year? In the one out of the three years that he was here, that he was healthy, that yeah. you had to re-up him now. Yeah. That was a little bit confusing when I saw that. I was like, that's that's interesting. It seems out of order. Uh, David writes in, before the game on Thursday, I joke with friends that Cunningham would look great and people would overreact. He's a terrific athlete playing against fourth quarter preseason scrubs. Of course he's going to look great. Let's see him do something against NFL talent before we crown him. Yeah, like I'm, I'm less concerned about who we played against. I know that's, you know, the the haters. I'm not, I'm not trying to go down that road either. Um, he played against who we played against. Uh, I just think that he's got, he's got a, a ways to go, to sort of catch up as a quarterback. He hasn't really played quarterback very much throughout the summer. I don't like. I'm trying to look at what they're going to do, not, you know. Well, Malik Cunningham can be A, B, and C. Like he has taken very few reps as a quarterback in in camp, and we've been there every. We had fourteen practices, and I would say the last couple we got to see a handful of plays. And I think there's a reason for that. And like I said, sort of workshopping this a little bit, talking to to Deuce about it a little bit. You're starting off, and then you're running like a quarterback draw. Or a read a read option against the first defense, and people are like, "These are significant reps against the first defense." Like, I don't think they are. Right. I think they're scout for the defense. Right. And I think what's happened 
since you know it was obviously a great situation for Belichick that he played well on that drive. He led a like a nine minute drive for a touchdown mm-hmm. the other night to close the game out. So that's really good for Bill because now everyone's talking about it. You hear my shows, people calling left and right saying this guy should start. This guy should start. <laughs> you know, and and yeah. I think Bill likes that yeah. because I think Philadelphia is probably listening like. They got a package for him, right? That we have to worry about now, right? We have to be prepared with, you know, a wildcat kind of package for, for Malik Cunningham, and th- th- that you know he can throw. That's a whole different dynamic mm-hmm. than Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi provide. Yep. Yeah. He probably likes this. Uh, by the way, during the break, Paul polished off a twenty-ounce diet Pepsi, and that wasn't enough. He brought out a two-liter bottle. <laughs> First of all, after that. The Diet Pepsi I had was at the start of the show. That's that's misleading. It was 20 that's, ounces. That's just poor to me. That would last me and the just, whole show. And, and just like I, you know, I, we were talking about the whole Tebow and Cunningham yeah. thing. I wanted to look and see how, how different the numbers were. And it's what I said. Cunningham is more dynamic. Um, he rushed for 3,179 yards and 50 touchdowns in five years at Louisville. Tebow rushed for 2,947 yards and 57 touchdowns in four years at Florida. So 4.3 yards a carry for Tebow, 5.1 for Cunningham. Hmm. Also a whole extra year for Cunningham. He did it in five years. Yeah, but He played over 50 games, had fewer touchdowns, the same amount of yards, and a better average per carry for Cunningham. So they're very similar. They just run in a different style. Mm-hmm. Their production is very, very similar. Hmm. But Tebow's style in the NFL would never make. He's not fast enough. Well, how do you know that Cunningham's style is going to work in the NFL? He faster. played against the lower level of know, college he's competition faster. than Tebow did. That's style. Not, forget about yeah, the play. But what about when he gets hit? Forget about the style. What about when well, he, he gets hit? He won't get hit a lot because Why? he's elusive. It's like Lamar Jackson. He, uh, oh, I know. He never gets hit and never gets hurt. Um, he, he does get Please. hurt, but, but he does avoid a lot of contact, Lamar Jackson. And he's constantly injured. Well, Right, the, the last injury had had nothing to do with uh, that big injury. It had nothing to do with running. Remember, it happened in the pocket. So don't, I thought they don't, didn't get hit. Don't like start. The whole, the whole point was it, they're w- too it fast running. to get hit. It wasn't running. He wasn't running at the time. Ravens fans, back me up there, uh, Matt. In and Seattle. by the way, Lamar Jackson blows away Malik Cunningham. They played at the same oh, school. Know. Well, Lamar Jackson's like a MVP. Come on, man. Um, Matt's in Seattle. First, a reaction. I'm very excited about Zeke becoming a Patriot. All we need is one good season. Crossing my fingers, the O-line can gel by October. Second, how would you describe the team's attitude or mood so far? I listen to the players' post-practice interviews, and I like what I hear. They seem super confident. Really? You okay. don't like what you I hear? I would say yes. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say I don't like what I hear, but I haven't heard any super confidence. I would say yesterday... There was a lot of positive energy after practice, but I mean, it was also coming from guys who didn't play, <laughs> like in the preseason game. Like it was all people who, who were just watching, you know. Um, and the and the people they were asked about was like Malik Cunningham, and like isn't it exciting to watch him? And it's like, of I course, there's of all that. positive things to say. Yeah, it's it's always the He's shiny, exciting, new mm-hmm. the shiny new object. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, Jack and Ann Abba. Uh, on multiple occasions, members of the PU team have opined that the Patriots will not and need not extend Mike and Wenyu's contract because 
guard is not an important enough position to justify the investment. If that's the case, then on one year's successor should already be on the roster because the use of a first round pick on Cole Strange showed us what happens when the Patriots enter the draft with a vacancy in their lineup. Antonio Maffi has been the best of the rookie linemen, but he has not shown that he's ready to replace Nwenyu. Russi, Hines, Murray, and Ferentz are destined for the practice squad. Therefore, the Patriots are going to have to replace Nwenyu through either free agency, a trade, or the draft with uncertain results. Wait a minute. Can I just stop this email in the middle? Sure. A couple of things I have, Ron. You're putting words in the entire PU staff's mouth. I, I, I didn't say that they won't re-sign Nwenyu. I didn't say that. I, I mean, maybe but maybe Evan and Mike have said that. I, I don't say that they won't. I don't know what they'll do. Yeah. I would not if it were me. Yeah. Now, why is it because Antonio Maffi might not be ready to be better than Michael Wenyu right now, mean that he won't be at the end of the year? Yeah. Like, why is that not a suitable replacement at the end of the year? Maybe he develops because I think he's going to have to play this year. Maybe he develops and maybe they feel good about him taking over next year. Why is that a bad plan? That's what they used to do. Right. They used to have a guy on the roster for a year ready to take so, over so the may- next year. Maybe Jack's getting worried before he needs to be worried. Yeah. Like, I think that they drafted three interior offensive linemen on day three. The odds are that one of those guys is going to be okay, right? Don't you think? I don't know. Like, if you draft three guys in the fourth round. I would think one of them would Chances are one of them is going to be a reasonably good player. Maybe he won't be as good as a one-you. I think a one-you is really good. But I don't see why you can't plug in a guard. I just don't want to go down the road that they went the last time with Shaq Mason and Joe Tooney and expend a lot of resources to keep those guys. If the Patriots had already extended a one-you, they would not have had to select three interior linemen in the last draft, but instead could have used one or more of those picks to draft a tackle which is by far the most problematic position on the team. And there's the flaw. Because now if you're going to get a tackle in the fourth or fifth round, he's not going to be talented enough to step in. Whereas that's where guards get taken. Right? Yeah. You can get interior offensive linemen in the middle of the draft. It's hard to get a stud tackle in the middle of the draft. Those guys usually go in the first round. Uh, Ford and Savannah is a comedian. He's got a couple riddles for us okay. why should we be optimistic about the Patriots wide receivers what's the answer because the glass is half full <laughs> Douglas oh. what did the Patriots defense <laughs> say to all the doubters this season my prove them wrong Oh my God! That's really bad. <laughs> that's really that's bad. That's worse than the first one. Yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> huh. Yeah. For some reason, I was expecting the first one to be stink, stink, stunk. Something to do with that. <laughs> but that that was good. You like that? Okay. You like that? Punny. Uh, Mitch in Albany. I remember a big topic during the off season was that for the offense to be successful, Tyquan Thornton needs to improve and have a productive year. I'm wondering if you guys still feel that way or if Demario Douglas and maybe Butte have changed your opinion on Taekwon's role in the offense. I think they can still be successful without Taekwon having a breakout year because of the other receivers. Also, I never received my trivia T-shirt back in April. Good job, Matt. I haven't got your T-shirt. Just email me your address. I will get them out again. Just email your address to webradio at patriots.com and 
And Matt, Matt has a problem with the post office. He's very, he's very. There's upset. a lot of people that have gotten their shirts. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think I, that I Thornton think we can strive for a hundred percent in this <laughs> endeavor. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> I don't think we're asking too much. <laughs> uh, I think Thornton is an important guy, and mm-hmm. I, that that's one of the things I did talk about during the game the other night. Just because I feel like his skill set's a little different than anybody else they have. They don't have the straight-line speed. No one else uh, has the size and speed combination that he provides. I think if he were to turn into a really good receiver, I think it could be somewhat of a game-changer for the offense. That's why I pick him. I don't think that you can't move the ball if he's not good. I don't think that. But I think if your offense is going to get to a, a level that it, we currently don't see, right. it will be because of a guy like that making an impact. That's why I wanted Hopkins. Going back to uh, the half-full Doug Glass. Doug Glass. Um, your, one of your guys, Tommy Curran, had a take that they've seen enough of Douglas in practice, which is why he only played two plays. Absolutely. Well, it, the guys that played a lot in practice – yeah, did not play in the game. Right. That's what Bill said. Mm-hmm. He's played a lot in practice every day. He has yep. played a lot, but do you believe that they've seen enough for him to say this guy's making the team? Yes. Okay. And, th- and remember, they also yeah. saw him in Vegas too, so it's like they've seen him a bunch yeah. to know. Yeah, I think he's on the team. Yeah. Okay. You don't like put a guy on ice that you you don't know if he's good enough to even be on your team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Like, now, what that means in terms of his role? I think people are getting out of control with. Mm-hmm. That's my what my next question is. Where should the expectation level be set? He's on the team. Yeah. But what about contribution? Mm-mm. We'll see. Got to crawl before you can walk. Okay. I mean, I would think that they're going to give him an opportunity to work out of the slot, you know, behind Juju. Can he be as good as Dion? What was his name? Branch? No, Dion. Uh, who was the little uh, scat back that we had? Came in and Lewis. For, for he was electric for like three games. Dion Lewis for three games or three years. Dion Lewis wasn't that good for three years. Miss before Tamara, so she she didn't back me. He up. had that one good year, really. Dion Lewis was a good player for a couple of years. Yeah, good. But like when he first came in, he was breaking ankles until teams started game planning for him. No, he tore his ACL on one of those cuts where he broke a guy's ankle. Well, that's right. Yeah. Against Washington. Yeah. Like but he never don't, got don't back to me. that. <laughs> he never got back to that. Um he was a good player. He for was them. I don't know how long good. I can look up his Patriot but, stats. But but he but was no, a good he was a good player. I don't think I don't you think that saw, that's when what he, he is. first came in, he was like this guy's amazing. But he was a third down back. I don't I mean I know that people think that Demario Douglas can be a third down back. Shouldn't say that. I shouldn't blame everybody else. Chris Price has thrown that theory out there. I want to credit him yeah. for. I just for wanted that. to be a good slot um, receiver. I don't. Yeah, I, I. I don't think that he's too small to be. I. I think like Dion Lewis was well, tiny in terms of height. Wh- why? But but much more stout. But Wes Welker was small. Uh, not this small. No. No. Oh come on, Wes Welker was a small guy. He was. I mean, he, the football was bigger than him. Like he, the way he would carry. Like, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking you know, about. That's it was funny. like um, the football made him look small. But this guy is nice really small. I just wonder if him being able to, to hold up going across the middle. Listen, yeah. Edelman and Welker were both small. Troy Brown was small, too. He's bigger but, now than when he played. But they proved to be able to withstand that physical punishment. There's a lot of other guys that don't. Yeah. We'll I, see if he can. I know. 
Uh, let's see. Al from Wisconsin. Uh, Paul, Fred is 100 percent. Oh. oh, he's saying I'm I thought he was saying you're 100 percent. Paul, Fred is 100 percent right about his hard knocks take. It shows that the Jets culture is something that would never fly in Foxborough. And as we all know, since the Patriots are the only team to win the Super Bowl in recent years, it is objectively the best way to do it. Wait, hold on. That doesn't seem right. So he's actually making fun of me. Um, but yeah, I'm not, uh, by I'm, the way, I'm not poo-pooing I'm, your, I'm your hard knocks I'm standing take. by my take. I'm just disagreeing take. with it. I'm standing by my take. Right. But the, 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 the part that's unfortunate is no one ever gets proven, right, like most of our arguments, we can never prove each other right or wrong. Yeah. Because if they play really good, it doesn't mean it's because they were on hard knocks and they, you know, whatever, or, or conversely, if they play badly. I personally think if Aaron Rodgers is good, the Jets will be good. If he's not, they won't be. It's too hard to win without a qu- I mean, you saw that last year. Um, yeah, I'm looking at Deion Lewis. He, he was here three years, 15, 16, and 17. Um, but he was, yeah, he was a good player, not a great player, just but he was, he was pretty productive. Um, and I didn't realize this. He had a really big year with Tennessee the year after he left the Patriots. I didn't remember that. He had his career highs and receptions and yards with Tennessee. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah with Tennessee, right. Yeah, but he averaged over 10 yards a catch his first year with New England. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's oh, pretty he was dynamic. I mean, the moves that for, he was For making. a third down back, that's a, pr- that's, that's a lot. Uh, I liked Deion Lewis. I thought he was one of those guys that, that really injected the offense with, a, with some electricity. Uh, let's see. Um, Matt says, hey, Fred, love you. This podcast was in the car with seven of us on a road trip. They all chuckled when you started talking. I'm from Lemonster. They all, they're all from an island in Louisiana. Oh, so, they we, are, so, so we have accents. So they're the ones that. to talk. They said, wow, can you, you can tell he's from Boston. Then sa- they said after one hour, how in the world can they talk about the pa- Patriots practice for two hours? We find a way. Well, you should have seen it uh, right in the heart of training camp. But I think I was writing about it for two hours and then talking about the, it for two more. The funny thing is this guy made his friends from Louisiana listen to our two-hour podcast in the car. Right. You know, no music, Patriots unfiltered. <laughs> and Frank goes, I just hate the Jets. <laughs> oh, I just hate them. Oh. Like, they have they have the same attitude now as when Rex Ryan was there. It's like, oh, oh, oh just. See, at least and then when, they start losing and then it's. At least when Rex know. Ryan was there. They were really good. They just yeah. couldn't be. They they couldn't get over the hump and, and win the AFC championship. Right. But for for a three year span, they went toe to toe with us. Oh yeah, and no one no one did that at the time. No, you're right. No. Right, you know, and they just weren't like. It's just hard to overcome the gap between Mark Sanchez and, and Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Rob in San Diego via Connecticut. Walk me off the negativity cliff, please. I see the Zeke signing as a net bad. They sign him. To more than just depth at six million. To me, that means two draft picks, Kevin Harris and Pierre Strong, aren't showing what they need to. It also means that the free agent acquisition of Ty Montgomery is questionable. But lastly, we let Damian Harris walk to a division rival for a three point seven five million contract. One point seven. That's what. Da- that's ha- what Damian Harris got. In net, we ended up paying at least two and something mil for more for a replacement. Yeah, now the six million is if he hits all his right. It's it's four, but it's four million for for Ezekiel Elliott without incentive. I think it's a three million dollar base salary and a one million dollar signing bonus. Right. And Damian Harris, so that's quote unquote. If he's on, if Elliott's on the team, 
he'd be guaranteed $4 million. Harris, I believe, is guaranteed $1.7 mm-hmm. uh, Juan in Monterey, Mexico, says, if Malik in these joint practices can shine just a little bit, could he become a Taysom Hill role type in sort of a wildcat quarterback yeah, option? I think that's kind of what we're talking about is, you know, is – is he going to be worth – and, Fred, I want to get into this because I'm curious what your thoughts are. They, they reestablished the emergency quarterback rule. So you would have the opportunity to do that if you wanted to. If you wanted to keep all three quarterbacks on your active roster, they have to be on the active roster on game day. And would you name Bailey Zappi your, your emergency quarterback, which would allow you to play Cunningham anytime during the game that you wanted? Yeah. Because yep. that's the way you'd have to do it. I would do that. Okay. Now the draw, and then, and then the, you, the drawback to that is if Matt gets hurt, you have no quarterback. Right. Because now you have to go Cunningham full time until the fourth quarter. Wait. Because the emergency. No, but qu- why, why don't the, the emergency quarterback can't play unless the other two are unavailable. So, so what you're saying oh. is you don't have the roster spot for him as a wide receiver, hmm. Malik. You wouldn't carry him no, on game day as a wide receiver. But what receiver. I'm saying is if you, well you could. So so then you can play him anytime you want. So then you don't have to use yeah. um, the emergency quarterback. Right. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, that would be a way around it. Yeah, that's a good workaround. But, but now, so just who, so who you know, sits because of that. That's right. the thing. Now, I like your workaround. Yeah. Because uh, if you take it a step further, what did they start doing with Malik Cunningham at practice yesterday? He's working a little bit as a gunner mm-hmm. on special teams. Okay. So what do, what do backup wide receivers need to do? They need to contribute on special teams. Yeah. So it's not a bad thought. If you want to have a, a package of plays that involve Cunningham without risking a roster spot. You know, the game right. if something happens to Mac Jones, yeah. that's a way to do it. You just have him active. You don't have an emergency quarterback. Yeah. You just have him active, and then you put you him out there. You need to have him beat somebody out for special teams. Right. Hmm. Uh, Kevin in Dublin um, writing in again to say that the first time I heard Paul's voice back around 2014, I thought it was Ben Affleck for a second. I Googled Paul's name on Google Images, expecting a <laughs> doppelganger of Ben. I was promptly I'm, so- dis- I was I'm sorry to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> Even I think he's good looking. Really? You like, I think you Ben Affleck's like a good looking guy. You like Ben look- He's a good looking guy. Okay. Yeah. Tamara, do you co-sign on that or no? I do. I'm just stuck at the way you pronounced it. Ben Affleck. Yeah, he does that on mm-hmm. purpose. Um, it's, it's easier to say than Ben Affleck. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to disappoint. Ben Affleck. Who, who was that that had that ben email? Ben Affleck. Was that <laughs> a woman? That was that, guy. Oh, okay. Kevin from Dublin. Okay, because if it was a woman, it would be – I'd have to apologize a little extra for disappointing you. Um, Anthony writes in, have you guys seen the Johnny Manziel documentary on Netflix? It's so interesting. Yes, I a have. A guy with all that talent who just couldn't get his crap together. I didn't see it, but I've heard about it. Is it worth so my time? I heard it kind of makes him sort of a sympathetic character. character uh, that a lot of people let him down, you know. I was seeing that on Twitter. Like, people were saying, like, everyone I, failed him. Yeah. I don't really see it that way. I, I Like, they knew what he was doing at mm-hmm. Texas A&M, and they let him mm-hmm. do it anyway. Yeah. There's the, I mean, there's an element of that. I, I thought – I did watch it. I think it's definitely it's, – it's quick. It's a little over an hour. Um, I thought it got off to a really good start. The first half hour, 40 minutes or so were really strong, and I thought it petered out. Mostly the high school and college stuff I found really interesting. Then when he went to the pros, I thought they just glossed over everything. I thought the agent was kind of a loud mouth. Um, it's – I think that one thing I think that people would say that, that they all benefited off of him and that's why they kept – like a guy like Cliff Kingsbury, 
I've seen a lot of this on Twitter, and it was mm-hmm. definitely apparent watching it. So he's the offensive coordinator at Texas A&M. He inherits Manziel. Manziel blows up. What happens to Cliff Kingsbury? Mm-hmm. He gets the head coaching job at Texas Tech, where he gets who? Patrick Mahomes, who he parlays into an NFL head coaching job. You know what I mean? Like so, without Manziel, he he never gets that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certainly not that fast. Yeah. So I think that's an example of what people are talking about. But it's a sad it's a sad documentary because a it's so much wasted talent. But he didn't want to do any work. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 asked him. You know about film study at Cleveland. He goes zero. Oh yeah. He didn't watch film at all at Cleveland in Cleveland. You know, is that, that the one where they had the iPad and they checked his oh, that's, iPad? That's and he, that's the uh, uh, Demarcus Russell. Oh, that was Russell. I think they I think they actually put a a, devi- a, a software on it so they could check. But they put something on it with with a bunch of fake fake stuff. It wasn't even football. And they were like, "What did you think of that?" And they go, "Oh yeah." It's, just, it's like, "Well, you, now we know you're not watching it because." <laughs> you didn't even. Oh my right. God. You didn't even open it. Wasn't that in someone else's contract recently? Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler yeah. Murray, because okay. he was playing video games. He wasn't watching film. Right. See, but that's where you know the Cardinals got killed for that. Right. They they suspected that he wasn't watching enough film, and they get killed for trying to put something in his contract to make him have an incentive to watch. Right. And then you hear these stories about. These guys that they're investing millions of dollars in that are watching no right. film. Right. It's not like it's coming out of nowhere that they have this, and, and it, it, it's violating his rights. It's like I just think this should be a happy medium there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the Manziel thing, I I definitely would tell you if you get a chance to see it, it's it's definitely worth a watch. Really sad at the end, like he just says, um, you know, he had all this money, and he was spending wildly, and he said, you know, my goal was to spend as much money as I could and then kill myself. That's what his plan was. Oh, my God. Um, and, you know, he's been – he was in and out of rehab a couple of times. Obviously, he has issues, you know, with substance abuse. But but I agree with what, what uh, Fred is saying. Right. Like, some people – I think you could come off and say that that was somewhat of a sympathetic figure. Um, so – Wow. I, I mean, I, I think it's definitely worth a watch. Have you heard it's happening? Definitely worth a watch. Is that on oh, um, Netflix? Uh yeah, it okay. was on Netflix. I watched it I think on Friday, the day after the game. You know when you're sort of unwinding, mm-hmm. you know. Got a decom- untold Johnny Football. Yeah, there you go. Thank um you. and it, like I said, I thought the the college stuff at A&M was really good. Now, he was taking yeah. it no, taking money hand over fist. I mean, they he was signing autographs right. with his he had a, a high school buddy right. that was sort of orchestrating all these deals for him. And he was making all kinds of money yeah, and I'll, just paper. I'll, I'll, you remember the like the money, you know, the stuff. He was basically mocking everybody. Like he was, and they somehow convinced no, them. He somehow convinced them that right. it wasn't as big of a deal. Wow. As it, 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 to, to Fred's point, it was like a lot of people let him down by not stepping in and putting a stop to it. Wow. I need to watch that. And is that quarterback? Is that on Netflix too? Yeah, I think quarterback is. I, I haven't watched any of that. I mm-hmm. heard people say it was kind of boring, so I never really, never really tried to watch it. Um, the men's health, I, like I, I just I, I I can't remember too many guys that I watched play in college that were as as just fun to watch and dynamic as as he was, especially that first year. The second year, you can see why. Like he was great the second year too, but mm-hmm. you, they, they ended up losing three or four games. I think they lost four games. Mm-hmm. 
the second year. And you can see why, because they were so undisciplined. And he was the leader. Yep. And he was the one who was the most undisciplined. They showed a clip in high school. Like, he gets in, and the guy calls a play. They're backed up at, like, their 10-yard line or something like that. And they call this play, and he takes it. It was, like, his first play, and he, like, runs for a touchdown. And it got called back for a penalty. So they called the same play, and he ran 95 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, wow. he was just that good. Didn't put a lot of time into it. Didn't put a lot of off the field. Like, when he was on the field, mm-hmm. he wanted to play. Otherwise, he had no interest. I can only imagine if he would have, like, just had the work ethic off the field, how good he would have been. And I really do think he could have been He could have been special. I mean, he was a little small. And mm-hmm. That was the knock on him. But, like, he couldn't even – they had this whole thing, Freddie. Yep. Heading into the combine, they were trying – like, the agent was trying to keep him clean knowing mm-hmm. he's going to get drug tested at the combine. Um, and he had gone, like, weeks with nothing, had done nothing, and he was really on the straight and narrow. Like, two days before the combine, he calls him. He calls the agent. It's like, oh, man, you know, I slipped up, you know. And they go through this long, dramatic thing of these stories that the agent came up. Do you remember when Manziel was in college and the, and the word was that is he came from a lot of money? Yeah. That completely false. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That was why he had all of these fancy cars and things because right. he had oil money. Yeah. It was all fake. Really? All orchestrated by the agent. Huh. Yeah. And uh, they they were going to. So who's this agent? Kevin like, Kevin Burkhardt. Sounds like a real name. jerk. Yeah. I, I thought he came across, as you would say, j- that was just poor to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a lot of stuff. Are we have uh, anything we uh, have no. emergencies about? No. Nope. Okay, good. Nope. Okay, because Fred was a little distracted for a while. But the, the Menzel thing is worth a, worth a watch. Okay. It's a quick one. Okay. I'll have to take a break from Law & Order to watch it. Yeah. Might be a Law & Order show at some point. You never know with him. Oh, uh, they've had they've had uh, <laughs> NFL-related Law & Orders. Oh, yeah. Mm, I did see one. I have seen one recently. Um, David in Bethlehem says, if Cunningham has another public exposition, hint, hint, he will be hard to pass waivers to get on the practice squad. Might be too late already. So with Zeke in town, there are now two less roster spots for wide receivers. Please list the wide receivers who make it and who's on the bubble. Hmm. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, why is Zeke affecting the wide receivers? Yeah, like I don't think they weren't going to only keep three running backs. Right. 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 They usually have four or five. Right. Yeah. So I don't think Zeke is taking a, a roster spot from someone because I think they were going to have four, at least four. Yeah. I have, like, the I put up notes this morning, um, and I had a little roster projection. I know Evan's been doing them as well. Uh, I had four. I had Harris Strong, uh, Ramondre, and, and, and Ezekiel Elliott. But I don't think there was any way he was going to have only three. Not for any length of time. Now, maybe when – the opening 53 is announced. That's the way it was going to be, but someone was going to get added. Yeah. So I don't think that takes away a spot. The The Cunningham thing is interesting. I I don't know how you feel about this, but I would think a, a quarterback would be easier to get through waivers than other positions because of the time it takes to – you need a – like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, I, I could see a team that doesn't really feel like they're ready yet Oh, I was I was really interested in Cunningham as a quarterback. He's available. We're going to claim him, but then you got to keep him, right? And what's he going to do for you? Like he doesn't know your offense. Right. You have to put him on your roster for a few weeks. Like, yeah, I don't know if I see anybody claiming him. 
Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying he wouldn't get claimed because yeah. there's a lot of guys that end up getting claimed that you're like, wow, really? Yeah, but he, he he was that valuable that someone claimed him? And maybe people would look at him and say, oh, I can use that guy. I can Right now, I can make him Taysom Hill to use the emailer's yeah. guy. I I just think as a quarterback, that's that, that would be harder. Like, you could get a running back off waivers, and I could plug him into my offense, just hand him the ball. You know what I mean? Yep. A quarterback is not like that. Uh, Ron at Conway, New Hampshire. Loving the show as always. Just a few thoughts. I'm not sure how a mild separated shoulder could get Gasicki back by week one. Dis- dislocated. I've had a mild separated shoulder, and it took about eight weeks for me to be able to rehab it so I could lift my arm. I can't imagine a tight end or player of any position that can be productive having that injury. I'm not a huge fan of Zeke, but he has good skills for the offense. Thoughts? Also, Fred and Paul, your Boston accent isn't that bad. Uh, anyway, great show. Injuries are hurting us, but I have higher hopes for sure. What was Taekwon's injury last year? Broken collarbone. Mm. Yeah, because that was out for a while. He was out for a while for that. Yeah, yeah he uh, he missed what the first three weeks of the season or something like that. Yeah, I think he was a little bit timid when he came back. But he there. got hurt earlier in the. Uh, I think he got hurt in the first preseason game, so it would have been like in the game, so not really that much earlier. But, yeah, I think it's optimistic for Gasicki to be ready by week one. But I think the bottom line is he probably won't have to open the year on IR. Right? If right. they feel like there's a chance he could be ready for week one, I don't think they're going to need him to be sitting out, you know, for the yep. first three weeks, which I think is the IR period now, right? Three weeks? Minimum right. minimum three weeks? Is that right? I don't oh, know. I'm ready. Uh, Demario Douglas says, Mo. Based on everything you have seen from him so far, including his skills he's shown in camp as well as the treatment from the coaching staff, if we had drafted Zay Flowers in the first round and he did exactly everything that DeMario has done so far, how would your assessment about his future with the team be short and long term? So in other words, replace the two and what would we be saying about Zay Flowers? So Flowers wasn't as good as he's been reportedly in Baltimore then? No, he's, Under this scenario? He's done what DeMario Douglas has done here. Right. So according to – I'm not in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. But according to the people that are writing about Baltimore, this is like an unbelievable draft yeah. pick. Oh, yeah? Now, I don't know. I have not seen him once. So I'm not telling you that that's true. But, yeah, if he was a first-round pick, would I feel better about it? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that, that would tell me that the coaches loved him. And they identified a, a talent. And he was – Someone that everybody else thought was was great. Yeah, that that's part of it. He's right. The email is right. Like you, you mentally think of a first round pick higher than you would a sixth. I know what his point is. He's trying to get us to say like, oh, yeah. you're only you're only down on him because he was a sixth round pick. That is part of it. He's right. The email is right. Yeah, a sixth round pick out of Liberty. Would you have expected more from Zay Flowers? Yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 If Zay Flowers was playing like Demario Douglas, I'd be disappointed. Right. Because he's supposed to be like the 20th pick of the draft. Right. Yeah. Um, Kevin in North Providence, this is not a snarky defense of our team. I'm genuinely curious. Don't you guys feel like 85% of the teams in the NFL complain about their O-line not being good? I feel like only a handful, yep. of, only a handful of teams feel real confident in their O-line across the board. I don't think that was the case 15 or 20 years ago. I feel like five-step drop, long-developing pocket pass plays used to happen all the time. It seems like nowadays you practically need to have a mobile quarterback just to extend plays. Do you agree that's the trend? And if so, what do you think is the cause? Better athletes on the D-line? 
I think that's one part of it, according to a lot of people that, that talk about these things. And another part of it is the, the practice. They don't get a chance to, to hit enough. They don't have enough padded practices to get really ready to play. But, yeah, I, I agree with them. I think most teams probably have some questions about their offensive line. Now, where I differ with a lot of other people is I don't think that that's a reason to not be a good team. I think there are a lot of good teams, Cincinnati being one of them, that find a way to work around suspect offensive line play. Mm-hmm. Because they've had a lot of injury issues, and they've still made it work. The year they went to the Super Bowl was one of the worst offensive lines I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. And they went to the Super Bowl that year. Uh, Christian writes in, I think they need to put this Cunningham wide receiver experiment to bed and try to develop him as a quarterback. Look at the rest of the league. All the great quarterbacks offer some sort of mobility. The position is heading in that direction. Not saying Malik should start right now, though, Paul. Mm-hmm. I like this email. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. I haven't seen much as a wide receiver. I don't know if, if, if no, you've seen anything, Tamara. I haven't really seen much of anything. That's yeah, receiver. I, I would I would try to I agree with the email. I, I would think there's more value if you can find a way to make him one of these next mm-hmm. dual threat mobile quarterbacks. I, I think there's more value in that. I think if he's a wide receiver, he's probably going to be just a wide receiver. Yep. Whereas if he can make it as a quarterback, maybe you got something special. I agree with the, the email. Look at this. I'm agreeing with the email is Fred. <laughs> yeah, it's like two in a row. OK, Um. Let's see, Josh in Turner's Falls. I'm writing to ask your opinion on a hypothetical. If the Patriots stun the NFL and win in week one, would that change your overall opinion of the team in any way, other than adding a win to your projected win totals? I know it's a long shot. I'm just a boy looking at a football team and wanting them to win for him. I truly believe that this team will be ready for week one, and I'm hoping beyond hope that they can grind it out. Side note, are the PU shirts for sale yet? Would love to get one, and I'm working during your show, so it was nigh impossible to get an email in. Matt, get that out there. Well, I'd like to strive for 100%. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, I would say that I would, in general terms, I would need to see how the, the win unfolds. Right. That's what I was going to say. Like, show me what that win looks like. Are, is yeah. The Eagles just poop themselves? Right. Like, yeah. is, do they win 17-13 because the Eagles just, like, had a horrific day? You know. Then I'm not all that. I mean, obviously I'd be happy with the win because I'm not expecting to win. Um, but if they, you know, no one turns the ball over in the game, there are no turnovers, and the Patriots win, say, 31-27, that'd say – they yeah. can be better than I thought. Make your they reservations. Can, they can, I didn't say that. Where's the Super Bowl this year? Vegas. Make your oh. reservations for Vegas. Oh so we just have an all-night party? Is that our theme this year? Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. Not done? We've been to Vegas too much. I know. And we're going again this year. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, if they won, uh, like, a conventional game, you know, when both teams trading haymakers back and forth and Mac is great in the fourth quarter and that's how they win, I would say – Bill O'Brien's made a difference. Maybe this can be better than I thought. Yeah, sure. Why yeah. not? Why not? Uh, Craig and Charlotte, stoked for joint practices. Can't wait to tune in for analysis. With Green Bay running a version of the Vic Fangio D, how do you teams typically attack that? And what are you watching for in joint practices to give you hope we can be successful? Well, we'll hear from Evan and Deuce tomorrow. Do we know what time the practices are? I don't think so. I haven't seen it yet, but also haven't really looked. 
I thought 10.30 their time. Are they an hour uh, ahead of us or behind us? So it's 11.30 our time. Mm. Yeah, we're going to get them on Thursday probably around 1, one fifteen. We're not on the radio tomorrow. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we're not in the season yeah. yet. Uh, so Thursday we'll have I mean, I'll be happy to come down and do a show if you want, no, in all no. seriousness. So we got other things to do. Well, just because of joint practices, I thought we could get a live look in. Um, I just, like, little looky -loo. I can't wait to see how – one, I can't wait to see how our offense does, obvi obviously, but I can't wait to see the defense just against someone other than Mac Jones and, like, just a different style quarterback as well, like Jordan Love. Yep. Um, bigger um, and a little bit more mobile than Mac Jones. Yeah, so on Thursday – Either Mac, uh, Mac, either Deuce or Evan or both, we'll, we'll talk to them about Wednesday's practice as well as what they're seeing Thursday. on Thursday. Right, and I thought we could do, like, maybe even a live update. Like I said to Mike, you know, stay wherever you are and then watch practice. You can sort of, oh, hey, uh, you know, Mac just threw a nice ball to Kendrick Boone, yeah. you know, yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, I you think should get one of those headsets, you know, mm -hmm. like the little Bluetooth thing mm -hmm. so he doesn't have to have his phone out. He can just talk. Yeah, I think it's 10.30 to – uh, yeah, I think the, the practice is at 10.30 to 12.30, so it's like 11.30 to 1.30 for us. So maybe we'll start the show on Thursday and then eventually yeah, they'll they'll, they'll we'll get yeah. a hook up. warm-ups. Yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. get a hookup. Yeah. That'll be great. That'll be fun. Uh, let's get back to the Ace Ticket Hotline, 855-PATS-500. Mark's in Everett. What's up, Mark? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good. I uh, just uh, something on Zeke is uh, you guys. I don't, you know, not too much of a Dallas fan. Hate, actually hate Dallas. But <laughs> will Zeke bring something, some sort of leadership to the locker room? I mean, he's been in big games. He's been in the league. There's really not too much leadership on offense that I can see. Anyways, do you think he's going to come in and maybe give not so much a performance, you know, a thousand yards, fifteen touchdowns, maybe some leadership and some confidence with the guys that we have? Do you, I don't really know. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if he's known for leadership. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I think that he could give them some toughness. I think he's a physical guy. I think he can be a good uh, good pass protector, uh, blitz pickup and stuff like that. And I think his his uh, reputation as a short yardage back is is strong. I don't know if he's been considered a leader, and I don't know how many big games he's played in. Um, Dallas hasn't had yeah. a whole lot of success lately. You think Jeff got a better deal then than than we did? Think we should have did what the Jets did? No, not necessarily, but the Jets got a better player right now. Yeah. Dalvin Cook's a better player than Ezekiel Elliott in, in 2023. Now, I think Elliott had probably a better career overall, but I think Cook probably still has something left. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think oh, that so, there was probably so, some interest for the Patriots on both ends, and this is the, the, the option they ended up getting. I, I found it interesting that those guys didn't have a ton of options, Elliott and Cook. It doesn't seem like they had a lot of – a lot of options. And, you know, meanwhile, like Kareem Hunt is going to the Saints. He's going to the Colts. He's visiting different teams. Right. It doesn't seem like we've seen a whole lot of that from Cook. Oh. It was like the Jets. Just why do you think that is? I don't know. These guys up all, you know? Yeah, maybe why money. Keep getting these guys in. It's not going to bring anything. E even Elliot. Oh, thanks, guys. I love you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, thanks, Mark. Even, even Elliot. I mean, like, I didn't hear him visiting any teams no. except for the Patriots. No. I, I Like, I, I didn't even know he was a, a free agent until, like, his name popped up. I think that that was really the only offer he had. Yeah. Was, uh, you know, I know there's going to be a lot of talk about how he wanted to play for Belichick. And, you the, know. the plight of the running back in the NFL yeah. today. Be, it's real. That's, be, that's real. I'll be interested to see what happens with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, supposedly uh, 
he's coming back into the fold now. But, like, that's why Kareem Hunt went there because they needed some right. insurance there. Kamara is going to be suspended at the start of the season. I think they lost the Saints lost another guy. So Kareem Hunt went there. But Kareem Hunt's not going to get $6 million no. or, or $7 million or whatever Cook got. Um, he's he's going to be much cheaper than that. Yeah. Uh, Claire, hello, everyone. Hello, Maureen. Hello, Claire. Uh, hey, girl. She says, so I hate Rodgers as much as Paul and wasn't concerned about the Jets. However, they've made some good signings and have good rookies, so I was concerned. However, again, <laughs> five minutes of PU, and I think I'm all fine again. Right. Yeah. That's what Fred does. <laughs> Fred's hatred of the, of the Jets permeates Patriots Nation. It's great. Oh. It's just, you know, like. I don't even really hate Aaron Rodgers. Like, I, I really respect him. I think he's a good player. Well, respect is a different thing. Yeah. Like, I, th- I respect the ability. The, yeah. guy's, the guy's a great player. But, like, it's just just the team itself. The like, <laughs> It's him I don't like. You know, the, the unwarranted braggadocio-ness. Okay. You know? What a word. Yeah. Can you spell that? I probably could. Hmm. There's two G's in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill in Oklahoma. <laughs> Sorry, this should probably have been an off-season question, but throwing it out there, do any of you recall ever losing a free agent or trade because of Massachusetts state income tax versus Tennessee, Texas, etc.? I don't know. I, I don't know that that to be true. But prob- could, probably. Yeah, it could. Probably. Yeah. But, you know, the thing about, like, you know, the state income tax – Every every state taxes you somehow. Like New Hampshire doesn't have inco- you know sales tax, but their property taxes are through the roof. It all comes out in the wash. You end up paying no matter where you are somehow. They'll get you. Yeah, but if that that's different for you and I than it is for an athlete making multi millions. Oh yeah, that's like, true. You know, you, you you get your salary is income tax free. That's that's a big difference. Yeah. Well, no. State. State state, income state income tax, which is a lot less. Yeah. Uh, Morgan's in Vermont. Zero. What's up, Morgan? Hey, am I on? Yes. Yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, sorry, I'm just tuning in. Um, so I don't know if you guys have discussed uh, but this Zeke thing, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm, what, what about I'm him? I'm kind of confused why we didn't just re-sign Damian Harris where we – we knew what we were getting. He signed super cheap with Buffalo. It's a fair second guess. And then we give, huh? That's a fair second guess. Yeah, they could have got uh, probably the same player for a lot less money, and one that was already in your system. I think that they just wanted to move on. I don't know exactly why, but it seems like all of those guys that were sort of in Max Little Circle last year somehow found a way to not be here anymore. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, not all of them, but some of them. I think that it's a mistake. I mean, I think that I think that Damian Harris. I mean, he was our number one back. What what if what if like for the Patriots he wanted more and then he settled for less with another team? But but he wasn't going to command six million, uh, up to six million. Let me let me rephrase that. Up to six million. They didn't want him back, Mm -hmm. right? They didn't. I mean, I don't know why, but they didn't want him back, and he probably didn't want to be back. It sounded. From the looks of his social media, once he was free, air quote from here, he sounded like he was ready to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I think uh, I'm gonna. Going I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll keep with my Ben Affleck. I, I think Morgan is is right. I think. Um, I, I think he. I think that's a fair second guess because you could have had. 
I actually think a better player at this stage of his career for less money. Do you if you care about the money, I don't. Do you also think he was okay with being like the backup, so to speak, to Ramondre? That might be another part of the reason why he he wanted out because he knew where it was going. He knew Stevenson had passed him, and mm-hmm. he had a good opportunity at Buffalo. It, well, he, he had really no opportunities. Yeah. He had he got very little yeah, attention. But, but in the he, market. he is he the number one back. Well, now he no. is. Bec- now no? because of the injury to the on the jet ski, I think he might be. No, James Cook is their their lead back. Mm. So now he moved up what one because of that injury, I guess. Yeah, he'll be what like was he's going to be like uh, he was here last year. Mm. Okay. I would think you know short, short yardage, goal line kind of stuff. I mean, he's a pretty physical guy. He's a good player. He's good. Yeah. I don't think he's great, and I think yeah. he's injury prone. Yes. Thanks, Morgan. Uh, L says, um, I think it's uh, important uh, um, to have Wednesday shows. Wednesday is the only day that Bill's able to listen to the show, but since the shows went away for the offseason, he didn't know how big of an issue the O like, line was. What? I don't know. I think he's trying to make it funny. Yeah. <laughs> how big of an issue the O-line was? I don't know. I was a bit surprised with when we had those two re- two free roster spots open that we didn't sign an offensive lineman and that we went for Flowers instead. I was... Well, they did sign an offensive lineman. Was that from the USFL? Yeah. I mean, that's what you're getting now. Yeah. Like you get, I mean, you have to make a trade to get someone with any sort of pedigree. Right. right. Uh, Daryl in Virginia... I'm one of the guys from the blog clamoring for Malik to get into the QB room. Listening to Andy in the postgame show, it sounds like Malik is missing on some routine throws in practice. Am I reading too much into the throw to Nixon? He threw it 35 yards downfield while on the run. That was a great throw. And he threw it to a spot where only his guy could get it. I want to get out of the business of having former college quarterbacks be our most productive receivers. I would like to get a good receiver who can actually play the position. I agree with that. Love the show Another as usual, email but last Thursday's blog followed by that post game was incredible. Good or bad? <laughs> well, I think you like, a lot of people like the post game. I know, and, and I'm you really, missed a good one. I'm tomorrow. really kind of surprised by that. <laughs> it was wild. There wasn't yeah. any room in here. For there was me. just like random true. people just coming in the studio. It's like Pee Wee Funhouse. I did come in I for saw, two seconds. I did see. You, yeah. I saw you come in. Yeah, to seconds. get your light. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Everybody was like, "What is that? What is that thing?" Just I knew what it was. An influencer yeah. light. Yeah. yeah, I know. Gotta get hip. I know. I knew what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use them, but I knew what it was. Spee in Fresno. Slight correction to the earlier email. Paul pronounces the law in Law and Order as lar. Lar. With the R pretty subtle and slightly swallowed. Lar. As if it were a very small Pepsi. There is no R. Lar. In law. Lar. It's law and order. Well, people, and if you say it fast, it sounds. Have like you that. ever seen the commercial for um, Dig Safe? Like, don't break the law. I wouldn't say law. No, but do you ever, <laughs> you ever see the commercial for Dig Safe? Yeah. He goes, you know, at the end, he says, "It's easy, it's thing, and it's the law." He says the law. Oh, I don't say that. No. But if I say law and order, I'm going to say it fast, and it's going to sound like that. Amazing moment on the post game show at forty nine fifteen. Mark Fred asked oh, Fitzy. Whether he has a music show, because Hardy does. <laughs> but Fred can't finish a sentence without laughing at Hardy. <laughs> Fred breaking character as he pokes the bear. <laughs> I, I just We love did have a lot of fun I, on that I, show I now just, that I'm thinking I, of it. I just love getting at Hardy because, like, you know, he, it's He's fun to best. make fun of him. Yeah, he likes to make fun of others, but doesn't necessarily like right. it when it's thrown That's back. Typical media person. Very thin skin. Very thin skin. A lot skin. of thin skin. Kind of like media. you. 
I have a, I don't have a thin skin. Oh. I have oh. a hide like an elephant. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> what is going on? You kidding me? People um, make the fun Malik of me Cunningham all the time. thing from the email a couple emails ago. I do think maybe you're reading a little too much into that. Th- that was an amazing throw. Uh, it was also benefited by the defensive back who sort of tripped as he tried to make a play on it. Like he's, you know, the whole put it where only his guy could get it. That's where it ended up. Um, but I, I have not, you know, for anybody to say he hasn't shown accuracy in camp, that's not true. He hasn't thrown enough passes for me to tell yeah. you if he's shown accuracy or not in camp. The one that Andy was talking about was that little throw to Kayshawn Booty that was terrible. And Booty uh, made an unbelievable catch on it. But I don't think Andy would tell you that he's been inaccurate consistently in camp. We haven't seen him throw. Yeah. We just haven't. Uh, Jake in Chicago, love the show, perspective you each bring. Thanks for the training camp shows. Great insight for those who can't attend. I'll be up for the Saints game this year. I can't wait. One question. Can someone please take Ted Johnson's media credentials away? The guy, the guy clearly has an axe to grind with, Bill, with Belichick. His act is old, and it's time to move on. Yeah, I do think he has a... So what? Yeah. yeah. Never mind. I'll let Ted fight his own battles. Yeah. I mean, he's... You know, they had I issues. Sh- should Teddy Bruschi get his credential taken away? Because he clearly is in Bill's pocket. Like, what's the difference? Oh. So, biases are okay. If it's positive. No, but you're saying either way they're okay. No, I'm saying if you want to take away the credential, take away the credential. And if you're going to take away the credentials of those with biases, there'll be no credentials. Right, because everybody has Because everybody has a slant. Right. Everybody does. Um, let's see. Claire writing in again. I don't mean to throw sh- a shade oh. at Sean, but the people that would have to pay for the preseason games are those that aren't local. Isn't that what you said? So they can't go. Don't get me wrong. I'm not into having to pay for preseason, but it's too easy to say, oh, just go to practice. I wish I could. I have to pay for a game to watch, uh, for a game pass to watch anything because she's out in the U.K. So they have game pass for the preseason games too? Yeah. Is that extra? Yeah. Well, Well, you have to pay for game pass now. No, I know that. You always had to pay for game pass. Yeah. I think game pass is now NFL Plus. I think it's all the same thing. But – so you don't have to pay extra for the preseason games. It's included. I believe so. Okay. You have I'm to pay, just trying to figure out. Yeah, I don't, you, I don't you have to pay extra for if you want the in-season games, you have to pay extra. And then you only get the primetime games uh, that aren't in your team's Why would game. you need the primetime games? Well, if, I'm talking about your non-Patriots games. If you wanted to watch the Kansas City Chiefs on okay. Game Pass, you would only get our NFL you would only get NFL Plus. You'd only get primetime games. If you want all the games, you have to go to Yahoo because Yahoo owns the Sunday ticket now. And then I think it's like three ninety nine. Then you can get all the games all the time. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Is that pre- preseason games a part of that? I think preseason games are part of NFL Plus. But you don't have – no, but I mean the other thing. But I still don't know – Sunday ticket. The preseason games part of that? Oh, do a you Sunday have ticket? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. And and even with um, the preseason games on NFL Plus, I don't know if you can watch out of market. I still think it might be just within your market. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see. Another uh, Douglas email. This is Rick from Dallas. 
What can we expect from him during the regular season? Will we see significant snaps, make an impact, or is this just another training camp darling that we never hear from again after week one? I, I think, think it's going to be I think there's that. more than that. Yeah. I, think th- I, I think that they've worked him a lot. Um, you know, the guys in the I'm past— not, I'm not ruling out that he could be a training camp yeah. darling, the, but I, don't, I think that he, they have some, some thoughts about him. And I think um, the fact that he didn't play the other night— That's the thing. That sort of tells me not—I I wonder if, Fred, they didn't want to— they don't want him to, to play a ton in the preseason period because they don't want to show him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the training camp darlings in the past are guys who actually played in the games and, and did well. And it's like, oh, look what he's doing. Well, you know? not necessarily the games, but they, they had strong preseasons, and then when they got in the regular season, they couldn't translate, like the Nate Sudfelds of the world. Did he um, even make it yeah. to the regular season? Yeah. I forget. Oh, I, th- yeah. I thought he got cut. Yeah. First game against Buffalo, we got a ball go off. His hands get picked off. Brady said, I don't want that guy looking at in my offense anymore. I hope anymore. we don't have any of those that shine during camp. That'd be, that'd be sad if that ended up being Douglas. Yeah, I think Douglas, I, I think he will have a role. Like I said, I think that they, they're going to look to get him the ball a little bit um, underneath on these shallow crosses and see if he can make some plays in space. Yeah. I think they're, they're absolutely going to do that. I think now, Matt- whether or not he can do it, that, that'll – depend on how big his role ends up being mac needs somebody who can get open fast i mean right now the thing the knock on these receivers is separation yeah i would just look at the uh, and i don't i'm not necessarily talking about him in terms of separation as much as i am just uh another option in the passing game that's different they you know i i keep talking about thornton with the size and the speed well he's much quicker uh douglas he is much quicker than anybody else. Oh, yeah. So that is a, a thing that he brings to the offense that's different than, than the other receivers. Um, now that the Patriots have signed Zeke, what snap counts uh, can we expect for him? Will Mondre and Zeke form a one-two punch, or is it more of a situation where Stevenson is the clear lead back and Zeke is used as an afterthought? Hmm. I think that you might see Zeke get some of the third down snaps that Stevenson had to get I'm, last I mean, year. The good thing about, you know, Stevenson, he – got all the snaps almost last year well once Harris got hurt but with Zeke out there like short yardage you can put him out there he's a good short yardage back but he can also catch the ball so it gives you that you know right but Stevenson can catch the ball no, too. I know but I just think that you want to lighten his out load there all the time right you want that's you know? why I said third right. downs I think they'll go with 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 Zeke a little bit not yeah. all the time uh, I, I'd be curious to see if they give Stevenson a possession off like okay this is a third third series of the game it's going to be a Zeke series, and they're going to go with him on all three downs. Or do they just say, rather than play uh, you know, 95% of the snaps for Stevenson, we're going to try to get that number down closer to 75% mm-hmm. and let Zeke take the other 20? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would probably say that's like a good like comparison to what, we, what we've seen in training camp, where like some days we see Ramondre participating a lot more, other days he's on the lower field. Right. So um I'm getting confused here. Christian says, I have Sunday ticket on YouTube, and I was able to watch the preseason game from Charlotte, so yes, it is included. Hmm. And then Donovan says, Sunday ticket does not have preseason. Preseasons are carried out of market, but only the games shown on NFL Network. They released that schedule, and the Patriots have two two out of three games played on national TV. The NFL Plus subscription supposedly has all preseason games now if you pay the subscription, but I have no clarification on market blackouts and game 
availability. The best options are Sunday ticket or just getting a VPN, but the streaming services are continually trying to limit the ability to use VPN as it goes around NFL contractual blackouts. I don't know. It's just it's it's a whole thing for people to try to watch their teams out of market. Yeah, it's something. I, that's why I don't know much about it. I never had to deal with it. Um, Speed says NFL no, Plus. No, because I've always been in the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, NFL Plus sucks this speed. It's only available on mobile devices and tablets. It blacks out if you try and cast or plug it into a TV. Oh, wow. It includes out-of-market preseason games, but not out-of-market regular season games. The only real solution for cord-cutting out-of-market people now is YouTube TV, which is what I said. But Sunday Ticket only includes Sunday afternoon games, $300, and to get everything... You also need to p- the $70 per month YouTube TV subscription. This is the new best option. It used to be that people could use a VPN and get International Game Pass from anywhere for peanuts, but the league switched their International Game Pass platform to a service called DAZN, who has sacked VPN access from the U.S. It's a mess. Huh. tell you, you guys really make cutting the cord sound appealing. I know. I, I know you're saying that by rolling your eyes. I agree. I mean, I pay through my nose for Xfinity. Yeah, I but do, But, like, too. I get everything. I do, too. I have absolutely everything. Yeah. You know? And, and, and it's uh, – believe me, I'm paying more for it than I want to. Yeah. But – Oh, at some point, I'm going to have to make a decision. But all of this stuff, to me, is not an option. Right. Like, if you're going to have to cut the cord, so I'm only saving a fraction of that. By cutting, because I need the other stuff still. I need Netflix. I need you know Apple and all the other things. And that your I have. Wi-Fi. And your Wi-Fi. I mean, I suppose you could do away with your phone. You don't need a landline anymore. But right. I, I don't know. I, I do don't, I don't know if it's, it's valuable. Crazy that you can only watch NFL Plus on your phone. Yeah. Like they won't let you put it on the TV. Yeah. To me, that kind of defeats. That makes that, no that sense. That defeats the purpose. Yeah. I don't know why anybody would want to. Like it's knowingly all, watch something on their It's phone. all yeah. probably what the networks asked for when they did their deal. Like if you're out or whatever, you have no option, you watch it. Sure. For it, sure. It's better than not seeing it at all. Yeah. But I don't know why you would willingly want to watch something on your phone. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like if I have my option to be TV or phone. Well, again, it's the protecting the network deals. Yeah, it's like my Northeastern game spread. Yeah. You know, like I watch those on the phone because I have to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If we're paying, you know, all billions of dollars to have CBS – and by God, people will have to watch CBS. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin says, I want to push back on the commercial hate from <laughs> earlier in the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fred. And this is from the European perspective. NFL Game Pass recently transitioned to a new provider, and they have replaced the commercial breaks with a mind-numbing repeated slideshow of the provider's logo with the skull chant on loop. It's torture. I would give anything for a slapstick chip commercial or pharma ad telling you the various ways you might end up in a box. Pharma ad. That's another good one. Oh, yeah. That's a good ad right there. American commercials are a fun part of the NFL experience for us Europeans. Do you ever see the uh, – so some of those pharma ads I do see, Freddie. Oh, God. Do you ever see the one for Jardians? Probably has the the woman's like starring in like a Broadway show in the middle of like a square. It's like a flash mob. Oh, kind yeah, of thing. yeah, and yeah. Like, and she has this whole song and dance routine. Like, who thought that that was the best way to sell a drug? Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's so and annoying. Music. I guess they, they 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 do it because they put some kind of song and that gets stuck in your head, and that's how you remember the, you know, 
Yep. Take once daily Jardians. And then the, the other one is Ozempic. So oh, it's, it's for people oh, with type oh, 2 Ozempic. diabetes, but all the rich people are buying it because you lose weight. It's a weight loss thing. Yeah. yeah. So I, I could probably use that. Well, I heard that you lose 15 pounds really fast, but then after that, it can really it can cause bowel problems because you 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 get stuffed, and all that s- stuff stays in you. You're not releasing it regularly. <laughs> you know, God help us. <laughs> What's happening? So 15 pounds, yeah, that wouldn't do it. I need to wor- I need to lose at least twice that. Uh, Donovan says, I agree with you all that cutting the cord is a mess. If you live locally, the alternative of spending more for convenience is a better option. The problem for those of us whose careers have brought us out of New England is we have no option at all to pay for convenience. Yeah. It's all That's, complicated streaming think. nonsense. It's happening with MLS and with Premier League soccer broadcasting in the USA as well. All the expectation is on the fans to work around these various limitations on the broadcast yeah that's true and that's you know the nfl's doing it too with the nfl i mean the uh, the thursday night package on amazon and there's been talk fred about the super bowl someday being a pay-per-view being a pay-per-view event something like that Ooh. i have to say i was in aruba for the super bowl this year and it's like how am i going to watch the game and i didn't realize it was Actually, on ESPN in Aruba, even oh, though it was okay. a Fox Oh, okay. Is that how game. they do it? So I was in my hotel room, and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to watch the game because they didn't have Fox, right? Oh, and I thought funny. the only way I could watch it was Fox. I didn't know. So we're like, how are we going to do this? So across the street at the Big Marriott, they had a thing, 100 bucks a person, and they had the big screen set up, all the food you can eat, all the beer you can drink, and it was great. I'm in. It was great. I would be there. Yeah. I would do that. Absolutely, in a heartbeat. We had like a cocktail, you know, one of the tall tables with the tall chairs and huge screen. Like I said, they had food trucks and all the beer you could drink. And it was like, I'd rather do this than sit in my hotel room. It was well, great. definitely in your hotel room. But would you, I, I would almost rather do that than be right. in my house. Right. <laughs> like, that's fun. Yeah. If I don't have any vested interest in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's my team, I need to watch But it. I think in the States, you're not allowed to do that, right? Like a bar couldn't have a party. That's like really. Question. I don't know why not. I don't. You like can't have charge money parties? for it and charge money for it. But the, mm. but they're charging money for the food. Yeah. It's a Super Bowl party, but the, you're, you're, I, you paid for the food. And I don't drink. know. I, I, I thought that's there, what you paid a hundred bucks for. I thought there was something where you couldn't like, you mm. know, like it Is was free, mess? right? It was a hundred bucks for all the food and drink that you could have, right? right? Right. So you paid for the food, not for the the game. I guess. Oh yeah. So get, why can't you have a party? I don't know. I would guess maybe the only reason why they wouldn't want to do that is because they couldn't count, I guess, like right. eye- eyeballs watching the game. Right. But, but that's the flaw with the ratings anyway. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Here's the rule. A place that doesn't normally show the game can't do uh, it. So like a movie theater couldn't do it. Oh, okay. Those places. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. You're not gonna leave but a people, bar could do it. You're not going to oh, leave yeah. people on the line, are you? Uh, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll do it quickly. Um because we're going to end the show. Claire's in the UK. What's up, Claire? Hi, everyone. Hello, Claire. Hello. Hey, girl. It's kind of been talked about, but I rang in as soon as you'd read my email just to say that we do get pre-season games as part of the Game Pass that's uh, now on something called Dazen, D-A-Z-N. Dazen. So we do get pre-season. Yeah. Okay. And the normal games, but it, you have to pay for, like, everything. But I did get the pre-season game. Unfortunately, we got... The Sosie and Zoe um, broadcast 
Because yeah. we don't normally get that over here. Right. But we didn't get the twin cast. So it it, it's, it's the Sosi Zolak Perillo telecast, by the way. Yeah. I'm so sorry. The thank Perillo Sosi Zo. Sorry. Thank, thank you. Right. Well, that's good. <laughs> but you, you get Game Pass International. So do you get all the games during the season, too? I think so. They have just changed it, like one of the emailers said, for this year. It's changed from NFL Game Pass over to this NFL Game Pass on Dozen. So I'm assuming everything's the same. But I haven't had a season yet to really know if you're on the truth. Okay. All right. Well, good luck with that, Claire. And thanks for calling. Cool. All right. Thanks, Claire. Bye-bye. Eldred's in North Carolina, and he'll wrap up the show. What's up, Eldred? Hey, fellas. Lady, how y'all doing? All right. Hey, Paul. Yes, sir. Olympic will help you lose a little weight. Uh, <laughs> I was only for a while, and but my doctor's got my journal, and it's like that, you know. But uh, I was weighing two eighty nine. I'm down to two fifty. No, excuse me, two forty five. Oh, wow. oh, nice! Congratulations, your doctor. Yesterday, good for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's good for weight loss, but it is for diabetic. But most people use it for weight loss. Yeah, and it yeah. will curb your appetite. But if you, if you're not diabetic and, and Prescribe for that. It costs a lot, right? Per month or yeah, something. Yeah, you'd have to get a prescription. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to pay. Yeah, yeah prescription. Yeah, but, uh, but your insurance. But they also give you a card, and it knocks. It's about twenty five dollars for for those five injections. Yeah, if you have diabetes, right? If you if you have diabetes, or if if they also prescribe for weight loss. Oh, oh, you can get prescribed too. for weight loss. I thought they weren't allowed yes. to do that. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Yes, sir. Paul. Uh, what do you think? Like I said, what do you think of Zeke? A whole lot better. What do you think of Zeke, Eldred? I rather have a wide receiver than a running back. Okay. Uh, so mine didn't get open. <laughs> so we'll yeah. let you. We'll let I'm you close it out. It, what do you think that the Patriots should do with Malik Cunningham? So let them say a quarterback. Forget the forget, forget the wide receiver. Yeah, and I agree. Forget the, uh, the gunner. Just, 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 just work with him at quarterback. I agree. You know? I think that they should try to develop him as a quarterback and see if they have anything. I agree. All right. Yes, sir. I'll do that. Y'all right. have a good one. Thanks, Aldred, and thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we'll be back Thursday. Remember, we're going to be talking to Deuce and Evan live from practice in Green Bay. So, it should be a good show. We'll see you then. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon.